Where are the dragon tits? <laughs> Why does that Lyra look like a duck? Oh, you. Shit, shit, shit. Wait, there's actual there's an actual dragon tit emoji? What? Yes. It's right there. I think I must have seen it one time and then forgot about it. I yeah. can't use it. Wait, can I? No, I don't think I can. No, there it is. That's true love right there. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm working on something. Hold on. Here we go. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Is a broadcast heart? I don't. I don't emoji like a fucking millennial. I use words. <laughs> All right, you guys want to see some hot dragon on dragon smacks? Not particularly. Okay. Oh god. Oh nice. I thought that was it's, a penis, then. Yeah. <laughs> I think since, in uh, since Old since English, when... they call that a grundle. <laughs> like Beowulf, like the, the thing that Beowulf fought. Wait, what? Grendel? Oops, I put the same thing again. Yeah, so, question. Since when are Ember and Spike the same height? That's Barb. That's Barb. That's Barb? No, I can't. So, what was Pinky's? What was Pinky's plan right here? Do I look like a pony with a plan? I think he's like, I'll kill myself for the insurance money, and then I'll go to Tijuana. Tijuana. <laughs> oh, God. Don't you wanna? Tijuana. <laughs> I'd go there. Maybe. There's no maybe about it. We all know you would. A whole lot of porn here. Yeah, it actually is. I, like I said, it's like 95% porn. Some safe images that I just genuinely like. That's, yes. Yeah, everyone's derpy boardroom is just a porn folder. I don't understand why you wouldn't just make two separate accounts. Wait, so one would just... One would just say Enigma, and then the other one would say Enigma, and then in parentheses it says for porn. Wait, so one would just... <laughs> yeah, but in DeviantArt you find like weirder porn, like foot fetish, and then like excessive weight gain to the point where they're like enveloping the house from the inside.
Yeah, sure. I'm sorry, John. I was just so hungry. Autobots fetishize. Has anybody <laughs> seen that pick? The Garfield pick? It's where like John is walking through like this Dark Souls looking catacombs and like the walls are made of striped fur. And then he goes into the living room and he sees like Garfield's head like sticking out of the wall and is like, I'm sorry, John, I was just so hungry. He basically enveloped the house from the inside out. Oh my god. Like osmosis. And then there's that fetish, something about inflation, where they just put like an air tube on their belly or their mouth. What? I believe they actually inserted rectally and then they inflate it from the inside. Gonna say. Hey, priest! Pencil there we're... with you. Yeah! Yeah, she's just getting set up. You, you're missing out on some great fetish conversation right now. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah we're talking... <laughs> like, we're talking about his Disney fetish. Where he likes them, where they show hands. Yeah, he he was getting oh. ready to uh, he's getting ready to sing a song from the Disney Disney movies, you know. It's not a fetish; it's a lifestyle. I <laughs> 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 will thank you to remember that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, oh, this is gonna be good. I, I okay. gave like a basic rundown. You probably want pencil to do like her full-on spiel. Okay, so, probably. Right. Let me grab you. the link. Uh, but bye, Alex. Okay. Oh, okay. Dead. Somebody Jesus. kicked out the stalker. Well, you didn't want you anyway. Uh, is pencil uh, is pencil laying down in your bathtub? No, she's laying down in my bed. Why does it sound like you're in a bathtub then? What? Why do you sleep in a bathtub? Get it? A... Yeah. <laughs> hey, Maybe jackasses. Oh, there's one. How's the bathtub? Wow. Why would I be in the here? bathtub? Because because bathtub. No, I'm I'm sitting in priest's bed, staring at his dog, who apparently is looking after me. Doggo. Robert, rubber ducky, you're the one. What's with oh. all the peanut butter? Oh, God. <laughs> that, so you say that, you say that, but I have three different jars of peanut butter in this house. What? Well, you know what? You know what? Are they all in your bedroom? That's the question. No. Okay, good. Then we don't entry. have we don't have problems. Bedroom, priest. How many are in your bedroom? None. You can search it for yourself. <laughs> I don't want to. That involves getting up and being active. Shit, man. You can ride Yugo. <laughs> you can ride that dog. It, he would probably fall apart, and then I would cry, and then priest would break up with me. Is it a big <laughs> yellow dog? He's a German Shepherd. Why am I a dog? Why do I have a dick? <laughs> <laughs> Why does your dog have genitals? That's the real question right there. Well, apparently, we've been talking about him too much, and he's heard priests say dog too much, so we went to the other room. Hi, Hugo. <laughs> How's it going, bud? He's like, did you summon me, master? No, she's, he's just looking at me like, did you know that there's another person here? They're sleeping in your bed. <laughs> Brief hurts, or do I need to do that shit because you all are incompetent? Uh, Milk did a small rundown, but, I mean... Yeah, okay. no, like I said, my, my rundowns are basically just half-assed and... Me saying words. Yes. Okay, so you're a little bit aware of what we do here, correct? It's only a teensy bit. I've only watched like 12 of these bar casts out of obsessive, compulsive curiosity. Glad you've done that. Uh, then you know what kind of questions you're in for. If ever you feel uncomfortable with a question, just you can sidestep it with humor or be like, nope, and we'll move right along. No big deal. Okay? I'll try not to be a stick in the mud. 
Oh, you'll be fine. You'll, you'll do fine. And search um, stick produced mud. You're going to do just fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, King word, have you selected a drinking word? Every time you hear that noise. <laughs> Every time you hear squeaking. Perfect. Every time you hear parents <laughs> fucking upstairs. There we go. We have three topics that are taboo. Uh, You don't talk about your age, you don't talk about religion, and you don't talk about politics. Can you do it? I'll try. Excellent. Other than that, I feel like I'm missing something and I've forgotten, but... Have you praised Cthulhu today yet? Is there anything specifically you don't want us to talk about today? Um... Well, you know, my past life. Past life regression. Got it. As a, as a no mother of word. three. As a mother of okay. three. <laughs> you mean that, that past life where you were an echidna who was a mother of three? Well, and yeah, I had to throw all that shit in my genitalia just to make love. <laughs> we don't talk about before the war. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great shit war, 93. Have you made your blog post? Because I'm guessing you haven't. I have not. I forgot, actually. Hey, I'm going to make your fucking stupid blog post so I don't remind you. Blog post. (laughs) Make a blog post. God. Uh, Let's see. means I have to do things again. I don't want to type on my keyboard because it's loud as fuck. I mean, you hear that? It's terrible. You ever imagine it in, like, the Japanese version of Star Wars A New Hope and Han Solo shoots at, uh, Darth Vader, and you know, he's like, I have you now. And then the laser shot, and he looks behind his shoulder and he goes, Nani? God. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're streaming. Yeah, no, this is the, this is the precast thingy. So oh, me... again? I was told uh, to do this. This is the thing I we're was, doing. I was sharing my non porn. He calls it oh the my god, fire. really? How many people are watching right now? <clears throat> like, uh, like four? Everyone. 16. God, kill this, oh, is the, uh, this is the bonus Patreon wall content. Yeah. No! No, we don't charge for any of it. It's true. We, just, we have this big like uh, LED screen like in the stable behind Little Mac. He knows about... He did research on us, you guys. You just have to... You have to position high enough so you can see over his flank. <laughs> can we just strap a GoPro on Big Mac? I'd be scared of what you would find. Uh, we have a horse we support with our Patreon. That's all our Patreon money goes to is supporting a horse named Big Mac at Red Wing Source Sanctuary. So... Let's go to the Mac cam. Whoa, whose grundle is that? <laughs> oh, God. Like, we're going to see this horse commit a crime somehow. I just know it. It's going to bite someone's ear it's off. Like and... How would a horse commit a crime? You can't try a horse. They don't leave fingerprints. Enigma. Enigma. This horse is not your family, okay? <laughs> Except this. Horses can get away with a lot of crimes. They don't leave fingerprints behind. Switch to the satellite feed of a horse like climbing up a bell tower with a sniper rifle. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes, my child. <laughs> Pretty good day. Like, you just see hooves assembling a fucking bomb. 
What does the hoof right. print analysis say? That it's a pony! Shit! That's everyone! <laughs> you see all the Twitter posts about, like, uh, like, statistically speaking, we've had more deaths by, like, national horses than Muslim immigrants. Did you say national horses? That. Yes. Horses. As opposed to international horses. As opposed to international Muslim immigrants, I said, but sure, horses. Are we are we bringing it's horses like... in internationally? Well, yeah, we oh, definitely are. We have to I do mean, betting first. Are we illegally bringing horses into the U.S.? Yes, yes, I actually, yes, we are. You have to like. And you never guess where we're getting them from. You have to get the government to pay like a lot of money. Have like a line of bronies just standing in a wall to keep the horses out. Get the horses see them. They're like, nope. Turn around. Fuck we off. need to build a. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> we, need to, we need to build a we fence. A priest. Yeah. Your dog is very concerned that I am in this bed. <laughs> Another female. Well, no. This one's alive. Tail. Sully takes the uh, bandana off and is like, don't worry, you'll learn to love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, just... Is, you, is Yuga like, shall I lather this one in peanut butter as well? Oh, God. No. Uh, no. Hey, but, but the dog seems to like me, so that's one thing I'm not scared of anymore. <laughs> I was so scared. You ever watched that, like, YouTube video, like, a top ten demented, like, uh, case files, and this one person who, like, uh, kept a horse in a box for, like, three years and made love to it? What? No, I did read my little dashi. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know that Rob Cakron 53 wrote my little dashi? I have no idea. What? Tell no. Me, tell me more. Yeah. Well, uh, before, I mean, we're not beginning yet because this is like the pre-show thing. But yeah, before yeah. we proceed, can I do a real quick uh, plug? Yeah. Yeah, no, do it. All right. Bye-bye. Right, <clears throat> um... Dear marsupials, welcome to the uh, Barcast, and uh, if you want to get more quality horse fiction, you can come visit Patreon forward slash Enigmatic Otaku. No! No! Good quality. <laughs> it's like I'm looking in from the outside. This is so strange. <laughs> having, having someone else plug my Patreon. I'm so Green horse slowly pivots and like smiles at you with like a uh, Stewie Griffin face, like through the window. Slowly <laughs> wraps an arm around Anon and Priest. <laughs> oh my god. Let's look back to the Big Mac GoPro video, shall we? <laughs> Palms are sweaty, knees weak. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Oh my god, that was that was oh. actually pretty fucking great. I'm not gonna lie. No, that was that was oh. wonderful. This is gonna be this is gonna be great. <laughs> if by great you mean oh my god, um, what kind of yes, questions do we have? So oh, I need to stop doing that because okay. you do that every time, aren't you? Yes. So as far as like actual amount of questions, like we we don't get we didn't get as many posts as we did on lease, but a lot of people asked more than one question. 
Mm-hmm. So this is one of the most like. Is it podcast yeah, with the most questions we've ever had? Sorry, I got tongue tied. It's okay. I'm still waiting on like Vylon to update her questions. I'm really scared about Vylon questions for you, Scourge. Are you are you are aware of Vylon? Obviously, I'm so quite, I'm quite aware. I'm trying not to be a stick in the mud. <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. I'm not worried about that. I just I hope they're not, because sometimes sometimes they are a little much. For no, they're great. What are you talking about? Everybody has fun with Vylon milk, questions. Milk, milk skull fucking is your fetish. Milk, you don't get to talk. <laughs> so mean. I think away that one time. Uh, it's quite possible. Yeah. Which are, uh, uh, Chapped, do you want to ask your own questions this week? Uh, sure. Awesome. Okay. Oh, you'll be right off the bat then. Okay. We're like, oh. we're, we're like five minutes early. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, so let's talk about something random. Um, Nygma, how are your tits? Yeah, tits Nygma, are, how are your tits? My tits are, like, getting smaller because I'm getting so swole. Well, don't worry, we'll get them wet soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> now, if we switch back to the GoPro video, we'll see Big Mac eating mom spaghetti. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think we need to come back to. Uh, I, need, I think we need to come back to talking about Enigma and his tits because obviously I was I was not aware of the situation. When did Enigma get tits? Oh, and how well. did he lose them? Okay, so well, when he was staying over at my place, I uh, I had some free time, mm-hmm. and so I, I fashioned tits for Enigma, and uh, he hasn't really said anything bad about them ever since. Really now. Yeah. Does he, does, he still, does he still have them? Like, th- can he wear them? Can you can you wear can we wear those tits? Yes. You can wear my tits. <clears throat> okay. Well, I mean, can, can, can you go put them on Enigma like right now and like take a picture for us? Well, I mean, he'd have to go and get some Hormel pepperonis to finish it, but yeah, it's true. You need pepperonis right over the nipples. That's that's kind of how it works. Fuck this pepperoni vodka. <laughs> this just in: we've installed a new rear cam into the little Mac. Let's lift the tail, shall we? Oh, there's oh, the god! <laughs> there goes my spaghetti. Oh, milk, milk! I I did get Enigma to take a shot of pepperoni vodka. Oh my god! I bet that was horrible. I'm proud. It was Proud. like, it, you know when you have a baby barf and you accidentally swallow it? It was like yeah. taking a shot of that. Wait, hold no. on, back up. What? Why would you know about this? Do, do, do babies vomit in your mouth often? Uh, baby vomit is what you call it when you you yourself almost throw up. No, that's oh, not what you call it. When, you're, when you like, like, you can crack I, I, okay. a bottle. Okay. And they call welcome, welcome to English class. When you say something like, Babies or persons? That is a possessive. <laughs> that is a possessive word, and it means that the word afterward then describes who that belongs to. So when you say babies vomit, it means vomit that belongs to a baby. I meant to use baby barf. I know how to English that, just that fine. Doesn't that doesn't make that it doesn't better? Babies shouldn't it. be there. <laughs> babies shouldn't be in the sentence to begin with called erp come on erp erp urp seriously i thought that was That's... a game mode in league of legends no or just what? throw up in your mouth like, like a normal urp, person just... <laughs> mouth a little bit you're talking you're talking about arian priest nope no, i'm talking erf urf no what the joke the, what the, no urp. your joke is bad stop european no, European. Uh, okay, everybody drink. Oh, it's starting. Drink. There it is. I'll open it's my Dr. Pepper. 
Oh yeah, I forgot. It's you're Dr. Pepper time. I forgot you're a fellow Dr. Pepper aficionado. Ah, that's autistic. All right. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> every time he's going to get us with this every time can we add that to the drinking words is any time skirt says yes my child <laughs> yeah okay don't touch the child no, i think it's gonna be flutter oh priest tonight oh oh that's lewd tonight lewd. tonight you oh or 20 minutes ago i'm sorry yeah. oh okay. <laughs> no, i just i got oh Okay, really, really quick. Um, the turbulence was super, super bad going into my connecting flight in Salt Lake City. It was so bad that at one point I looked out the window of the plane and I looked straight down on the top of roofs because we were banking really sharply. And I was like, oh, and this big, big black guy next to me was really nervous and hadn't flown much before. And we, the plane rolled really, really sharply as we were coming in through the dust storm. And he reached out subconsciously and just grabbed my knee and like made this little whimpering noise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you... Started the motherfucker started to pray, and I just did, he was so scared, and I was already scared that I didn't have the heart to tell him to let go of my knee. The moment he noticed he was doing it, he, like, jerked his head back. He's like, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Like, you're fine. Like, there was legit applause when that plane landed. People were really, really scared. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you sure pregnant we now? <laughs> yeah. okay. Don't worry. That's not a concern. Clothing stayed on for the most part. It's fine. I mean that's some that's some Wait, pretty what? hardcore knee touching. <laughs> I think it's time for the countdown. Is it? It, it is. is. It is that time. So let's do this. Five, four, three, two, one. one. Hello and welcome to the barcast, where the bar gets lower every single week. This week, your bartenders for this evening will be a non-pencil. I don't even care anymore. Chat penguin lips. I didn't prepare a line to skip me. Enigmatic Otaku. I have my shots of baby's vomits prepared. Ravage. Hello. Uh, Milk. Hi. And I'm a piece of garbage. This week we have a wonderful guest. You guys have requested him a lot. And he has so graciously donated his time to come out and see us. We have... Yes, I am Mithra Moth. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Glad to be here. I'm done. Very happy. <laughs> oh, okay. And for those who are watching the broadcast for the first time, welcome. You can expect Sorry. only the you can watch expect only the best humor from here. We are a user submitted podcast where you request the guests, we get the questions from you as well, and then we make our guests miserable for two whole hours. Um, the, the oh gosh, uh, I was born Pencil. miserable. Bring it on, triple. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, Pencil, what's an example of a question we're not going to ask our guests? Look, in the chat, if you're asking just really random off the shit, horrible, horrible questions, I'm probably not going to ask them. Uh, if you, if you want to ask Skirts how big his dick is, you can try, but he has every right to tell you to fuck off. And if you start asking, like, really personal questions like, where do you work? What's your address? I'm not going to answer that, and I'm not going to let him answer that either. So you know what? Be smart. You know who you are. I know which one of you are, are, are going to be stupid fuck-asses about this podcast, so just don't do it. I don't have patience with you today, okay? And then, of course, we have drinking word, just like we do every other week. This time, whenever you hear squeaking, go ahead and drink. And if you hear, yes, my child, said from skirts, go ahead and drink as well. So, 
Oh boy! Let's get right into the questions. Starting with the actual (laughs) interview questions. Number one. Skirts, who are you and what have you done for the fandom? Uh, Well, I, um, regular neckbeard, I suppose. Um, I joined the fandom around 2011. I've been writing a lot of horse words, a few stories here and there, for better or for worse. Uh, I'm sure I've uh, stunted the growth of the fandom in one way or another, but I've gotten some nice friends out of it, so I can't complain. Nice. Uh, How did you get into the fandom, per se? I used to play a lot of Team Fortress 2, and I was part of this um, group called uh, FUGS uh, TO2 server. Um, Not FUGS, that would have been more interesting, but uh, FUGS TO2 server, and I kind of dwindled, left it, and came back, and their forum, they had like a pony thread, and, you know, I didn't object to the pony fandom being like a feminine thing or being girly or anything like that. I just, um, I, I wasn't really keen on very popular stuff, especially when they came from the chans. So at first my reaction to like the whole pony thread was to try to find something to be like sassy and kind of, um, abrasively humorous about it. So I wanted to get like, like spam the thread with like pictures of ponies kissing. And I went on Google image search. I looked up uh, lesbian horses and, uh, let me tell you, you don't want to do that with the, uh, with the image search safe search thing off, uh, <laughs> um, but one thing led, or not, led to another, and I became more curious and eventually watched it. And, and then I discovered it was such a good, feel good thing to watch and witness, and just kind of hit me in the right spot. And I realized how fucking popular it was. I'm like, you know what? I haven't written in a long time. If I was to get back into the zone, this would be the time and place to do it. Um, just because I just want to really make a splash and, and enjoy the subject matter and such. Sweet. Uh, next question is, what is your favorite part of this fandom? The online community, fanfics, cons, music, art? Uh, the, the friends I made, Noble Jury, Ponky, Props. Um, I, I'm scared to list even more names uh, <laughs> because I'm going to offend someone by leaving someone else. Uh, I don't, but, like Mithra uh, Moth. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, well, you know, we, we comment on each other on, uh, on Twitter. Um, then I think you may have gotten the wrong impression that I was trying to grief him because i kept responding to every like uh anti-trump um comment he would he would uh retweet with seven more years and then he's like dude shut up and like, oh sorry i forgot you had to take that off <laughs> oh it's um, all good but um god where was i even going with this yeah all these things i just said were not the things i like just friendship <laughs> okay um uh, if there's one thing that you could say to your followers or your fans or your haters what would it be? Fana. Fana. Perfect. Mm. All right. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. Just okay. Phenomena. Stop. I just heard like pencil just scream from the other side of the house. Anyway. <laughs> um last but not least, we're gonna get political. We're gonna burn some bridges. We're gonna upset everyone in the chat. It's the question. It's the big question. Skirts? Five inches. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I have I have nobody to impress. I'm not gonna be with you. Hey man, you know, sometimes that's all you can ask for. But but who is best pony? That'd be Applejack. I would expect nothing less. You can take five inches. No, I'm just kidding. Um because she's just objectively the best of them, and um, 
just really adorable and I like the spam zappinator with Applejack picks and that's like a mutual respect kind of a thing. Um, though I write Rainbow Dash the most and I consider Lyra to be the best background pony, Scootaloo the best, um, uh, CMC and uh, probably Octavia is the cut, cuddliest. Well, I mean, I think you pretty much just nailed like your biggest fix right there. Like you got things Tabby says, you got background pony, and then Apple Dashery, which is just boom. Nobody reads that. Uh, I bet sure. Well, let's let's go with the meme anyway. You like, uh, the, horse. You like the horse who didn't learn anything, Applejack. Anyway, uh, let's jump straight into the questions that we've got out in the thread. And our first set of questions comes directly from Chat Penguin Lifts. I, I think he's around here somewhere. Chappy? Somewhere. Don't know where that guy is, but... I can fill in for now. Um, Alright, starting off, what is your funniest anecdote? Completely original question. <sighs> well, I don't really have a lot of major anecdotes you have to kind of have a social life for that and i've had a lot of social anxiety since at one time i murdered someone in public but, but there is an anecdote i suppose um don't be scared it was it was like legal um legal homicide by the state of florida i was defending myself this was years ago this was like back in 2007. Oh i was um i was attending rollins college i was walking around uh lake virginia just minding my own business and this hobo i don't know just fucking tore in from the street and came at me with a knife and you know like this red evil seven shit just stabbing my hands and fuck and and you know I, i'm not really a strong person i can't really defend myself but i um shoved him to the ground and sure enough his head made contact with like this edge of this concrete like you know like that and um suddenly he's convulsing all over and i see like urine coming out of like his uh is like you know lower groin and he's like vomiting and i'm just freaking out um because i've never harmed someone in my life i've never really confronted anyone like that it's just fucking crazy and um these people ran over and they saw what was happening and they um they're just like don't worry just stay right there we're gonna call the police and i'm just shivering and freaking out and stuff and and i'm like i don't know what to do and then you know i see the little, i look the guy down below me and he's like his his lips are moving and i was not in the right state of mind mind you so i leaned over and like dude what what is it what are you trying to say and he looks at me and he says we're no and i'm like we're no we're no what and he says strangers to love you know the rules, and so do I. Oh my I'm god! Done. Oh my god! I was waiting. I was waiting for this to go somewhere like that. I thought you were going to say that, you know, he. I don't have any oh gifts. I, uh. <laughs> I'm a show. Good fun. You did great. Good job. Unless, unless, you, uh, unless you count the uh, Shaquille O'Neal one. The Shaquille O'Neal one? Oh yeah, this when people ask me about it, I always say this one. Uh, I live in Florida, and for some reason or another, a lot of people in my family has um, crossed paths with uh, Shaquille O'Neal. For instance, my uh, mother met him in a um, doctor's office. Uh, my sister saw his younger brother um, in the gift shop of a hospital. I shook his hand, and then my cousin ain't a gun at him. What? Oh. <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. No, this is true, at least as much as my cousin told me. Um, my cousin used to work out at Disney, ironically, um, as a firefighter, and he owned a lot of land, I think, in, like, St. Cloud or um, or maybe Kissimmee or something. And uh, 
And one night he's at home and he sees like this, these headlights of a truck, like rolling into his land, like any good redneck Floridian is like, fuck this. And he grabs a gun and he rides out there and he's like, Hey, d- Hey, yo, what the fuck are you doing on my property? And these three black guys now um, just parked out behind this, um, this truck. And, um, and like, dude, we didn't, we didn't mean anything wrong. We didn't know his property. He just needed like a time to sit and chillax. And like, who are you talking about? And he pointed this big dude on the back of the truck. My cousin's like, let me see your face. He looks up and it turns out it's Shaquille O'Neal in the flesh, in the flesh. And of course that changed the entire situation altogether. And they're like, see, we didn't know anything bad by it. He just needed a time to chill away from the public. My cousin's like, yeah, you're right. And then he aims a gun at him. He says, but he did. And then again, he did leave the magic. Oh, his <laughs> eyes go wide, but you know, they, supposedly they took fo- photos together, like Shaq holding him and stuff, like within his two arms. But I never seen the photos; I just heard that tale. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty great. All right, I hope you're satisfied, Chap. You did this, Chap. I hope you're satisfied. Hey, Enigma, how are your tits? I'm proud. My tits oh are bouncy and glorious and firm. Okay. Well, keep keep at them. We're gonna we're gonna work on that. There's conditioner for that. <laughs> it's like a community thing, you know. It's like early Christians being fed to the lions and doing Bernie Sanders stuff. <laughs> oh God! All right, let's let's okay. move. Let's move. Let's, yep. All right. So, who is Ponky? First part of this question: Who is Ponky? One of the most extraordinary individuals I've met in my life. Just wonderful ball of creativity and charisma, and just makes you think there are actually still things in life left to be happy and 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 enthusiastic for I'm very very glad to have met him i'm inclined to agree now good writer up. And, singer and songwriter and everything and follow up by all means follow up would you sing the chorus to the song ponky wrote about space no. is a waste what do you mean let's, no that's one <laughs> that's not what we discussed over pm yeah. <laughs> I, thought you wouldn't bring that up. I thought you wouldn't bring that up i mean you know i put on the whole tinkerbell outfit and everything dude come on all right so what you with the chorus is it the chorus yeah all right i gotta sip some dr pepper for this shit hang on man need dr pepper ah, for spaghetti. all right Space is a waste and time is a crime, but I want my hours with you by my side. For Nietzsche's sake, I just can't take it, every pony dies. Space is a waste and time crime. Is that it? Yep, and I'm happy. All right. Okay, good. <laughs> Ponky X Skirts is now my favorite ship. Indeed. <laughs> exactly. I, uh... Yeah, go on. Okay. Why do each of your main alts, in, such as Imploding Cold and Just Essay, Blue Harvest, exist? And why do you use them to post the work that you do post on them instead of just posting them on your main account? So, um, Australia began in uh, 2012. That was um, me responding to, uh, I mean, well, I, I was kind of bored and i had this story idea i wanted to do and i was gonna i realized it was gonna take too long i was working on background pony and background pony just maybe like excuse me crazy uh popular and featured and all that jazz and i felt at the at the time i felt like i needed i had like an obligation to not like uh be a shit lord shit poster so um I thought, like, well, I'm not really sure the story's going to take off. Um, I don't want to spam people with, like, a whole ton of um, updates and whatnot. 
what if I just create like an alt and then it'll be like an experiment? Because you see back in the day, like 2004, 2005, I wrote this story called These Black Eyes as a Teen Titans fic. And I wrote it like it was a continuously written thing where I didn't, it was like quantity over quality would write like a chapter every two days. And it ended up being about two and a half to three million words long um, in the space of two years. Um, and it, it gathered people and followers just by the fact that it was like this constant train wreck. I mean, it, it's not a good fic, but it was an enjoyable one. And people latched onto it. I'm like, I want to see if I can do that again. So let me go with like a completely anonymous name and just continue writing every day, you know, and see if like shit gathers around the black hole. And um uh, imploding colon i chose uh, as an inside joke that i hope that my knight in shining armor vimbert the one and only candlestick head who was the editor of into ponies would catch he never did but whatever and as a reference to um a chapter of uh the pinkie pie arc of into ponies like a rough draft it was a scene where scootaloo was trying to fly out of this collapsing temple excuse me during the um uh like like, well, like during like some opening sequence inside like a piece of ponymonium and i had to write the scene where she's like flying through um this doorway to a temple while it's collapsing all around her and um i this was like four or five o'clock in the morning and i i'm scorched and explosions i'm already purple and metaphoric as fuck and i thought like you know what would be a really sane and not questionable metaphor for a collapsing pinhole of a door entrance to a temple an imploding colon that makes totally sense click save and supposedly when vimber read that spot he like laughed for five minutes straight he's like mm, no um so that's the reason for that uh just essay is the author for apple dashery so nobody gives a shit blue harvest is the name of my porn folder um and there's also a very long anecdote concerning blue harvest and and uh, imploding colon, but I know we have time limits and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what real authors or fanfic authors do you take influence from and try to apply to your? Well, the, the the unfortunate thing about that is I don't do a lot of reading. I'm kind of an asshole um, in that regards. Um, but I do take inspiration from like uh, personas and people on the uh, fanfic, and you know I think Colton Cardez is a god, and um, I also appreciate Wonder D and and Professor Plum and other individuals and Drace Domino as well. Um, so I I would love to um, be able to emulate their sort of I guess public public image of the way they're able to like sort of be charismatically and involved with the community because i'm not very i'm not very uh uh not much of a showman um my blogs usually don't have much in the way of content i just image spam or something because i can't get it up five inches okay drink <laughs> oh that's my chair oh, oh it's hard to tell i forgot <laughs> everyone get your baby's vomit glasses Oh, oh God! Yeah. Moving on. What stories on your main account are you proudest of? Uh, the, I mean, the big ones that got me there. Um, obviously, in the ponies and background pony and stuff. But in the ponies, you know, forever unfinished. And background pony, I put behind myself a long time ago. I mean, supposedly there's a book being like a being published of it through like a crowdfunding thing, and it's like, hey, good for you. I don't want anything to be part of it. Um, and it's just it's way behind me and all that jazz so uh excuse me one second and then skirts died i think he went to go we never heard from him again he went to go finish an end of ponies uh that's his <laughs> end of ponies when 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's not even going to finish the first one. He's going to start the second one. During, during this pause, can we switch over to the Big Mac cam? No Big, Big Mac. Mac cam. No. Nope. Enigma. So I will say thank you to all of you who have donated to the uh, Patreon to take care of Big Mac at Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. Might as well plug because we don't really have anyone talking right now, so I'm going to do that. You know, here you go. Here, Here is the... Uh, here, I'm just going to shill. Here, donate to the Patreon. It's good. There he is. He's back. Sorry about that. Um, will come I'll, back. I'll, I'll make it short. The things Tabby says. Um, I think that was a very, uh, I mean, I'm quite proud of that. Uh, slept it together over like the course of three or four months in 2015. Um, kind of following the same sort of pattern of like Australia and Apple Dashery and stuff. But unlike a lot of my other works, even though it dabbles into the idea of like, uh, I guess some like depressing themes and existentialism and stuff. It actually had a relatively positive ending, and despite like um, <clears throat> despite what like um, the characters went through and stuff, it actually the characters' agency more or less affected the outcome in a very positive way. And I'm very proud of that because you know, a lot of my stories usually a bit more of a downer ending and stuff, but this actually kind of sealed itself up nicely. And I also did so without um, de evolving to like uh, shipping tropes. Because that's what everyone expected, because it was like a Tavi and um, vinyl story. And um, it was kind of going in the direction of shipping. There is some romantic stuff in the narrative, but ultimately um, the, the conscious decision was made by the characters not to be romantically involved. And that was actually the healthy choice um, that um, helped them like uh, surpass their differences and such. Well, I'm personally a big fan of things Tavi says. And it's not the answer I was expecting, but it... I don't know. It kind of feels good to have heard that. Uh, you definitely put a lot of work in that, and I loved it. Um, and some of your stories, you like. I, I I've always felt like you use Rainbow Dash as like a projection of yourself. It's kind of like a weird thing. How true is that? Well, I mean, I kind of completely fuck up her character, and she's not really anything like the original Rainbow Dash. So I guess I project a lot. Um, she's arguably the most. <sighs> on the outside the most masculine character out of the cast so i think it's very easy um to vicariously use her as like a vessel for one's closet self-insertion desires or something like that if that makes any sense yeah it, it does wait okay. people Next write self-inserts <laughs> really Wow, yeah, like, I've, I've never done that with Barry Punch. Like, for an example of self, self-insert, when you wrote Just, where Rainbow Dash just lays there on the fucking uh, side of the road and just, like, lets time consume her. Is that you? You know, now that you're saying that, I feel like when it comes to um, one-shots that I write, where I'm really, really projecting, I usually tend to write rarity fix more than Rainbow Dash ones. Um... Well, maybe maybe it's a bit mix of both. Like uh, the, the most I ever projected in a story is probably when I was thirty, um, which I wrote when I was thirty in two thousand thirteen. Um, <laughs> it's just everything about that. Like, even Scootaloo is basically punky in that story. Um, it's just me writing about myself, but then it, like throwing it onto ponies. But as for the about the whole just thing, kinda. I think Rarity and him is more me than anything else. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay, switching. Oh, uh, you also, I also noticed that you have a thing for banana bread. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you caught that. Um, I don't cook. I don't bake. I don't know anything really about like desserts and stuff. So um, I, th I think I started just using banana bread as like the go-to meal 
that people have when or ponies have when they go into like sugar sugar cube corner. Part of that is because when I started really getting into writing, um, I had a coworker who was really, really nice. She would actually make banana bread for me and like the other coworkers and stuff. And another reason is that I think people in comments were like banana bread ill and something oh no i gotta do it every time so every time there's a random scene in sugar cube corner they're not eating cupcakes not having donuts is banana bread that's like the go-to thing i do have to say one of my favorite lines that you've ever written that isn't inherently philosophical is anchored by shame and banana bread that was the last story <laughs> i i lost <coughs> oh anyway cool. sorry chap we're interrupting you oh that's all right so to wrap this up, um, what do you still hope to accomplish on the site, especially as it Genfic? Any plans there? Genfic, I would. It feels like an excuse to hopefully use my um, following count to say, "Hey, I can write other stuff too." But I don't know. Um, I, I would love to maybe do like Star Trek um, at some point, or um, X Men. Um, go back to that. I wrote X Men Evolution back in the day, like fanfics for that and have like a really cool idea for an X-Men fic. And um, since getting into Pony, I have marathon and stopped marathoning the last Avatar um, series. And that seems like streaming for, um, I like the last Airbender, you know, Avatar, last Airbender. It seems like it's just screaming for um, fan fiction, you know? Yeah, um, right. And beyond that, I would love to be able to write smut, but obviously I can't. Uh, and oh, it wouldn't be, it. It wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be Hork Smut. Uh, it would probably be like Equestria Girls. And if I did, it would probably be on an, on an alt and stuff because you know, like that's the, that's the wrong kind of projection. That's a projection where you can, you know, get, you get diseases from. So you're going to, you're going to give us, you're going to give us Smut with banana bread and Dr. Pepper. Can you imagine like short strokes and explosions writing an actual clop fic? You have like, you know, pseudo philosophical garbage between like sound effects. I, I Rainbow Dash goes deep in the banana bread. Although t technically, I've written one already. There's a story called um, Colgate is Best Pony, and there's a scene where like, Colgate just wants to sleep. She's like exhausted from like days of like preparing for some sort of college exam, and it, the, the events of the story lead her to basically having a honeymoon with like Princess Twilight, and she doesn't. She's like barely even there. It's like the scene with um, uh, I think Shirley MacLaine and being there. Um, and with, I think, Peter Sellers or something. And at one point when Twilight orgasms, she just screams, books, books, books. Oh, my God. <laughs> so proud of that scene. Anyways, whatever. All righty. Uh, that's all my questions. So, Priest, back to you. All right. Oh, stretch my arms here. All right. Now we got some questions from Dr. Disco, who starts with a very signature question. I think you might recognize it. Mm -hmm. What doth life? Panties. Hey! I agree. <laughs> That's about right. The math, the math adds up. All right. Are you really just a squirrel army functioning in an ultra-complex suit? Um, I suspect that's going to be a reference to um, Applejack is full of ponies, um, which, you know, they say that... Uh, uh, you fucking zebra. Sorry. <clears throat> they say that um, life imitates art, but no, it's all made up. All right. Apart from Dr. Pepper, who is your waifu? The problem about waifus is that they um, they imply that in some point or another you want to ship yourself with them or like be betrothed to them, and that that ruins it for me. I don't want to ever like throw myself in the arms of another character. Um, 
You see, I'm, I'm self-sexual. I can only make love when I'm in the room. You don't want to get any other people involved. So, Fair. so basically, you, you want to only have sex with somebody you love and worship. I've been in a long, uh, arduous, um, but also am amorous relationship with my shower drain for like the last 15 years. I'm proud and of I you. Wanna... What's that? That is commitment. Yeah, it is, it is indeed. You know, we sent a lot of children on to college down through the plumbing. <laughs> womp womp. Moving on. Just how many alts do you have? Are there are are we all Scott? Are we all skirts alts? And are there ones that we don't know about? Let's see. I gotta look my um my hyperlink bar. Okay. So aside from <coughs> aside from skirts and device heretic, there's uh one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, what? seven, eight, maybe nine. I don't write on I don't write on all of them. A lot of them have been abandoned for a while, but they exist. Ooh. It's not told anybody about. We're not going to ask the names, but how many have you just not made public? Uh okay, hang on. Um one, two, three. Somebody knows about one of them, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Be quiet, staff. We see you over there with your IP see, tracing. That's yeah, cheating. I, yeah, I learned a long time ago. You can't like um, hide shit like that from staff. Um, That's true. There was one <clears throat> once upon a time. Um, I, I I guess it was one of those things where I couldn't like fall asleep or something, and so I had this um, <clears throat> I had the story idea of like a really 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 short um, second person slash first person um, ship fic with Applejack and Rainbow Dash, and I wrote it, and it was very short, and it was the most I-don't-give-a-fuck upload ever. Um, I didn't even have, like, a cover art or anything. I just threw it um, <laughs> onto, like, uh, like Femfic, like, meh. And then I got a, um, a response. Uh, I don't even remember the, um, the staff member's name. They may not be around anymore, but they, um, they were like, uh, Skirt, sorry, but we really – I ain't going to have to say no to this because, I mean, it's not, like, really a plot. There's no dis – dis there's no description and like the synopsis. It was he was very feelable about it. He kind of got this feeling like he was trying to stand up to like a god or something. It's like I know you're very popular, but I mean, I guess it could go, but I don't know. I was like, oh, okay, and I gotta ruin this guy's day. So I decided to instead put it on Blue Harvest. It was going to be the first story for that alt, and then I immediately got like a, um, a refusal on Blue Harvest because because it said like this was already uploaded by Short Skirts and Explosions. Like, ah, god damn it. Uh, so I sent a, a PM. <laughs> As short skirts to that and said, look, I wrote that. I, I acknowledge it. I put on the null. I'm like, oh, okay, well, we'll allow it. And so ever since then, all the stories in Blue Harvest have been like really short first person slash second person stories without um, uh, without picture art. Sweet. As long as we can say thematically accurate, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, now we're going to go to questions from Tony <clears throat> Montana. So how explosives, how explosive are short skirts? Not as much as they were in middle school, let me tell you. <laughs> hey, yes, think about middle funny. schoolers. They stay the same age, but you just get older, right? Yeah. Hey, Nick, <laughs> how are your tits doing? It's a, my tits are acting fabulous. They're behaving today. Like on a scale of 1 to 100, what's the tit level? Uh, an even 50. An even 50. Okay, well, we'll, we'll get back to you. <laughs> All right. How the fuck did you shit out so many stories? Um, <clears throat> just sit down and do it, I guess. 
a lot of a lot of my stuff is one shots. I kind of just hammer it out in a single sitting. Like the last the banana bread anchored thing that that last an on story I wrote that was maybe two and a half three hours. Just sit down and do it. Wow, that's no, that's that's really good. Um, what story are you the most ashamed of? Um, stuff from my Zelda days, which we will not talk about here. Um, back when I was still like a, a conservative Christian and stuff. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> but if we're talking about the site, um, I've written a lot of horrible bullshit, but probably the one that I look at and like objectively, this is probably the worst thing I've written. It really doesn't, shouldn't be there. It's probably, um, uh, oh God, what's the name of it? I've written so much shit. Um, the, the, uh, we live in a kind world, I think is what it's called. It's a Fluttershy fic. Mm-hmm. I wrote it as a knee-jerk reaction to how I was seeing the community react to um, Reality Check, I think is his name. And so I try to make oh. some sort of comment about like mob mentality or something, but it would, the, the, the moral is completely fucked up and it's very weird kind of incongruous plot line to it. And uh, Pilot Zebra himself sort of message me after i wrote that it's like you know uh, you're my friend i love you that fic was terrible <laughs> like, yeah, okay <laughs> all right friends that's you know yeah. good friends when they're willing to call uh, you out on your bullshit pilot's one of the best he's great they're also good friends when they read your shit and tell you not to reproduce oh does that mean i'm your good friend because i tell you not to actually have babies because this world is bad enough with you in it i can i can still i still retain my rights to reproduce now right i earned them back recently just you're, you're on thin ice kid you're on thin ice Mm. all right uh do you have any advice on writing scourge if i do it's going to be a horrible advice <clears throat> i think vember had always said it the best where you um write drunk and you edit sober but i don't do any editing so i'm like just really f big fuck up um i my attitude my um motivation with writing ever since I started SSNE is that just do what you enjoy. Um, just have fun with it. If it's not fun, then don't bother because if you're not having fun, then you're publishing for real. This is fan fiction. Just chill and enjoy it. All fucking 35 of you out here in the chat, listen to this motherfucker over here. It's true. Like, like Pencil and I are doing a panel on that exact phrase this coming Saturday. And Which one? Uh, fan Fiction 101. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, I definitely have right drunk edit sober written on my wall at home, so I understand. That Hemingway oh. man, he was pretty cool until he, you know, offed himself in the face, so. Uh, he, they always say go out with a bang. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. I, I, also, I also like when you give advice, when you do give advice, though, you leave an entire freaking essay. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Actually, sorry, are, are you no, today when I came back from something, I I logged on the finfic. I see a comment from Short Skirts here. And it's an entire essay on one of my stories. Wow, I just got one comment. Like there was maybe half a sentence. That, that's fine. That's fine. You might, you might want to update your just, user page, by the way. It's like oh. a just like a quick story. Something I, something just essay. It's a joke. Everyone laughs, and oh then we move on. Oh my god. Okay. Um, are there any stories you won't write, Skirts? Well, I, I'm just straight up explicit, like clop. Um, I like doing, I guess, adult humor with ponies, like teasing and stuff, but actually just straight up like horse animal sex. Just 
it doesn't, I'm sorry, I just can't break that mold. I mean, animals are just tasty retards. Um, and how can they <laughs> <say> that? <laughs> I love that. I love And one thing I learned from like a conversation I had with someone, and I won't go into detail, but they, um, they had some real life experience is that, um, you know, if you think of an animal as basically someone on a different um, like mental level, and would you actually consider having sex with like someone mentally retarded as consensual? I wouldn't. It just there's so much ick involved with that, you know. For this, it's like golden rule: respect everyone and stuff. If you're going to, if you're going to fuck up an animal, at least cook it afterwards, right? You see, there's the golden rule, but then there's also the Jack Harkness rule. Oh, do tell. You know about the Jack Harkness rule, right? Not at the moment. All right. Uh, it's basically where if even if the, if there's a creature that looks like, say, a pony, as long as it can speak like a human, it has human intelligence. And oh, I've seen age. that meme. OK. Yes, yeah. that the Jack Harkness rule. But I guess I'm, my head is too wrapped up in reality to um, get past that. If no, if you if you take you take rarity and like make her bipedal and take off the fur and then give her a big throbbing dick, then we can talk. Now I just imagined, like, a skinless pony with a penis. That's pretty much Equestria Girls. Okay, there. got it! <laughs> write it, write it, guys. Moving on. Um, how much were you bribed to appear on here? Oh, gosh. Uh, next. You have to ask a chap. You have to uh, ask a Broken Penguin knees about that one. Ooh. I sucked his dick. <laughs> See, you see the, uh, the bottom half of the Did somebody you... tape this? We need this. Chap, chap, you sucked all five inches? Yep, all five inches, you know it. Falls deep. Between my feet. Let's check the tail beak. cam. Reach in there. Oh, look, it's Poltron. Hey, how you doing? Back <laughs> <laughs> now. Uh, now, uh, are there any stories you would like to write, but you don't think you can pull off? Well, I th said it earlier. Um, but also mysteries, uh, like legit mysteries, like, you know, what was it? I think it was a... Fuck, it was a luminous sky. And I should read more stuff. Um, like, you know, murder mysteries kind of stuff where you have to write it backwards and then write it forwards over the backwards in order to make it inwards or something. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it could be the massive headache I'm nursing right now. I believe you wrote a mystery half a year ago with Fluttershy. Probably not. Okay, well, I'm just dumb. Moving on. Um, why have you watched the Barcast so much? Um, well, because Chat Penguin Lips is a cool kind of bloke and sort of got me to to get involved. And um, the first one I watched was the Jake the Army Guy one, and gotta admit, I was kind of uh, was kind of shocked. Um, I mean, I, I've more or less had the rough edges rubbed away over the last couple of years in this realm of horse fuckery, but um, just, the, I was not prepared for some of the questions I heard. So I'm like, <laughs> how can I prepare myself for this? Well, you know, like any sort of sodomy, you just got to repeat it. And so I um, listened to a bunch and got, got attached. You're all a bunch of cool guys and girls. Aww. No, I can be a cool guy too. Now. It's fine. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be a cool guy. It's fine. I can be a cool girl. That's Yay! Through sheer force of will, Pencil can grow a five-inch penis. Gender equality! Moving Next on. Question, now we have questions from Lisa Claire. Which is best Disney princess? Ooh. That would be Belle, in a heartbeat. 
or a hand beat. What wasn't her special quality being kidnapped and then getting? Uh, what's that? What's that mental disease where you uh, fall in love with your kidnappers? You're thinking of Stockholm syndrome. And you see, we, we can't ever have ni nice things. When you have like the closest thing you can to like a perfect, like respectable female character in, in a movie, it's like, well, there's got to be a fault. Ah, Stockholm syndrome, sure. Um, yeah, I'm not going to deny, deny that about the plot line. When you try to cram a, a storyline slash situation like that in an hour and a half, it's inevitably going to come out wonky. But um, the nice thing about the story is that she didn't go into it um, wanting romance. She wanted something kind of strange and nebulous. She just wanted to get away and experience adventure. And oh boy, did she. Uh, but it's just her character is just really nice. I like the voice actress. I like how she seems and sounds more aged than the other characters. And holy shit, is her ball gown nice. Nah. Yes. <laughs> Priorities. At least, mm -hmm. at least her character is better than Ariel's because Ariel's motivation was, boy, I want some human dick. So you, know, you, you listen to the Super Best Friends uh, friend cast, don't you? Yes, I did. And okay. you sound a lot like Plague of Gripes. I've been meaning to say that for a while. Really? I've been told I sound like other people, and it's inevitability. I gotta say, now that I'm older, I find myself agreeing with King Triton so hard. Like, Daddy, <laughs> I love him! Ariel, shut the fuck up! You are a child! Stop it! Yeah, isn't she like 14 or something? She's, no, she's supposed to be 16, I think, but even then, it's just like, Ariel, that is a random dude you saw on a ship. Yes, his dog is cool, but that's no reason to go, like abandoning your family and your life because you love him and you've been like making kissy faces at a statue oh that child anyway moving on part of your world skirts what is your favorite genre uh unrealistic shit where i can make up whatever i want so like sci-fi and fantasy and fridge horror creepypasta and stuff oh yes I'm right there with the creepypasta stuff. I feel you, man. Moving on. Um, if you could ask to have a story written just for you, what they story be? Well, the thing about that is that I've had a lot of stories written for me. Um, I'm a selfish bastard. Um, I just ask the noble jury. Um, like when, I think one year I was like, hey, write princess stories. Okay, and so they did. Uh, <clears throat> I've commissioned stuff, like I commissioned Vimber to write a um, Apple Dash story featuring Luna, and it got like fucking featured for like a week. Like, oh, that was a good idea. Too bad I didn't write it. Um, props, like fucking older brother or younger brother figure, just really awesome guy. He's um, written a lot of ideas that I kind of threw at him, and he's also written two things I commissioned, usually cuddle porn, you know, like Star Trek's or um, Sciset or something like that. Props also got the entire. Um, uh, Noble Jury to basically write this wonderful kind of love letter to Australia um, and, and the whole East Horse thing uh, around my birthday, just real from the heart, such a cool guy. Um, and then there's Drace Domino, who I've been commissioning to write this wonderful, um, uh, I guess, lemon yarn, you could say. Uh, it's been going on for almost a year now between like a femboy Coco Pomel and uh, Rarity from Equestria Girls. And that's can be more happier about that. All right. Now we have a question from RB-47. Why lemurs? So, can you straight up say it? I'm not a furry, and I just never quite understood the appeal. Um, but I am hairy as fuck. I'm like black Irish, which basically means I don't smile in photographs, and I eat a lot of potatoes. 
Um, so it just, I, I wish I could get rid of the body here, but I can't. So it's not really a tone of endearment for myself. It's basically a way of stating that like, I'm this hairy fuck and I'm a weird neckbeard. Um, but I, I couldn't pick monkeys cause I think they're gross and they're too easy. I'm like lemurs. That's a, that's a weird two syllable mammal that nobody really thinks about much. Um, before DreamWorks exploits it. How about using that? And then same thing with the marsupials. It sounds like a Groucho Marx thing to just call random people that. I had a, a um, professor in college who would refer to every item that he handed out, like, you know, syllabi and, like, paperwork as animals. Like, here, take this animal here and take it home, read it, pass this animal along. And I just thought that's the whole point of that entomology. I got to feel you about the body here, though. Mm-hmm. If I ever get rich, that's the first thing I'm going to do is just remove all the. Now I'll never smooth, know what you'll remove. Smooth as a baby's bottom. Is he, right. is he dead for everyone else? Who? No, no you're fine. Don't worry about it. Fine. Uh, <laughs> the, next set, the next set of questions are Trickster Forester, and I'm going to combine a whole bunch of questions into one for effect. Mm -hmm. um, do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind, thought the wind, wanting to start again? Do you ever feel feel so paper thin, like a house of cards, one blow from caving in? Do you ever feel already buried deep, six feet under, scream, but no one seems to hear a thing? But do you know that there's still a chance for you, because there's a spark in you? You just got to ignite the light and let it shine. Just own the night, like the 4th of July. Because, baby, you're oh, fine. God, you're Look. You're Come on. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but uh, your stance on all of that. Somebody didn't boycott JonTron. <laughs> Man, we are just like YouTube memes right now. Oh, I fucking guess. What, what's your stance on Katy Perry? I don't know. I've never tried to fuck her. <laughs> Nailed it. No, he didn't. That's the point. Exactly. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I've actually got to step away for a quick second. Uh, Pencil, can you pick up? Sure. Uh... Sorry, there's been, been a squeaky chair. Uh, so we have questions. For Nick, but how are your tits? They're like at 5.1 right now. Oh, they went down. Yeah. I'm going to blame Flare yep. Priest. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah Enigma I, tit, the Enigma tit stock just went down. Okay. Oh, man. He's got to stop tweeting. So random 284 says skirts. Currently, you've written and put on the site over 8 million words. That's really impressive. And I'm pretty sure the most any one person has put up here. I would uh, contend with that. Uh, Black Rose Raven, I think, has done about the same amount um, on one account, unless they got alts. Uh, tragically underfollowed person. I don't know if their stories are considered like gold horse magma or not, but they've written about 7 million words themselves um, in less time, I believe. So, well, on that note, though, about how many rides, wow, about how many <clears throat> rides, about how many words do you write per day? A lot of people ask me that, like, they think I'm some sort of, like, machine for putting out words and stuff, and maybe once upon a time I was, not so much this year, maybe about 1,500 to 2,000 words a day, um, but even that's kind of a lazy putter compared to what it used to be. Like, I haven't written anything today, and instead I'm going to do double updates tomorrow. That's how I, that's where I've come to at this point in my life. Are you 90s alt? Uh, I'm not pale enough. <laughs> have you have you met 90? Oh. 
Oh, what? No, maybe I don't know. I guess I haven't. Is that a, is that a complete crash of a joke? No, 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 you're fine. I was just wondering, like, cause I, I was curious if, if Nighty and Skirts had met each other and there was, there was a public picture of this, I think the collective fan fiction mind would explode. I've, That's I've, why I was asking. <clears throat> I put some Fluttershy pics on his user page. It... Did it go over well, please? He, like everything, he just ignored it. No. Okay. Um, well, you sort of already answered this question, but let's ask it anyway. Which Disney princess was your first favorite one? Well, I guess as a bonus, I'll say that uh, Cinderella is a side chick. Any reason why? Her ball gown. It's I I don't blame you. All of the mm -hmm. sparkly dresses, all of Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Notice it turned from like uh, silver to blue over time. I have to ask, who is best dressed in all of Disney? Ooh, crap. Um, yeah, like I I fight with myself on this one. So I'm I, curious. I would for this one, I would say Aurora. Yeah, that's a it good one. Really cool. But then again, is it the blue or is it the pink one? All of them. <clears throat> um, I am tempted to say uh, the the Anna um, the the Anna gown from when she was at the uh, at the commencement, like um, the when when Elsa was becoming a queen, like the one she wore with. I think maybe I'm thinking about yeah that one, like the green, like in sort of blue highlights. The embroidery up the. Yeah. Just, yeah, that one. And also, um, if you go on the uh, Norway, Norway wide, <clears throat> sorry, the Norway ride and Epcot um, is one based on the, I guess, Frozen Fever. That's a really cute one. It's all backlit too. It's like, hee, hee. Uh, whatever, go on. I'm trying to think. Now, now you've me questioning. It's, it's hard. Go. Hard to fight with um, Cinderella's dress, though. It is a classic. Mm hmm. It's so stupid lovely. So, I don't know. I, I liked it. I don't know, but Cinderella's quality is that she has fairly odd parents. No, shut up. No, Enigma, no. It's not. No. And she believes she can talk with animals, so. Bitch, she can. She's that special. Lay off. Anyway, how do you write out a character in a way that makes the reader care about them? Basically, how do you make the reader care about a character? I do. Obviously, do you are worship for that kind of thing. You make very intimate feeling characters. So how do you manage that? I kind of suffer from talking pony syndrome. They just do nothing but talk as opposed to like digging in their heads. That's what I used to write. But now it's all like a stage play. Uh, I, wasn't it some writer out there, someone, you know, jacking off in the Barnes and Nobles who said that like uh, the best way to make a character is to put them in the worst situation possible. Because then you have to see how he reacts. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was trying to write a, um, there's, you know, 2013 was like the cutoff day for my longer actual legit works, like where I was actually trying, like trying to write good stuff uh, long term and stuff. And one of the stories I was trying to write this thing called um, Person Mare. And it was about a, I guess, the, let's say a pony stuck in the Equestria Girls human universe. <clears throat> but she sees herself as a pony. She's got hooves. She's aware of it. She's, you know, she's got a tail. She's got, you know, the fuzzy ears and everything. But because of some weird situation, every person around her thinks that she's a human being. And so when she can't like pick up shit with her hooves or like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she has to live with this all her life. 
and it's about the sort of existential situation that she's in. And um, I got to maybe about 50,000 words before I quit it. And I realized, I think the biggest reason why it was failing was because the protagonist was just very brooding and angsty about it. And if I was to go back and rewrite it, I would make it where she actually was very um, optimistic and cheerful, enthusiastic in spite of the circumstance. Because if she's dealt with it all her life and she hasn't like, you know, uh, gone down to Fetlock uh, with a blade by now, then she's probably surmount like you know surpassed a lot of her issues, and it'd be more um, it'd be more impactful to write her as a like a actually, an affirmative character um, in spite of her situation. That's kind of how background pony worked because Lyra is very affirmative and she was very sweet and she had this optimistic spirit. Um, despite her circumstances. So it's like a contrast thing, I guess. Oh, okay. So if we're giving a um, intro to Skirts 101 and you have to recommend one of your stories as the first one you think people should read, which one would you recommend? Because uh, not in really any good. Um, and then the ones that actually try to have an effort are like stupidly long. So it's kind of hard to say. Um, I still think things Tavi says is a pretty nice one, though it kind of dawdles around for a bit. Um, not, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> just, uh, just throw a dart at the board and see what shoots out. So randomize it. I, that, do you have enough stories where that would be a fun randomization? Probably, so but then you, you know, your luck could be laying on hiccups or something wrong with just having fun with your first story just saying that was some weird cackling i just heard a wild okay. flame and orifer joined the joined the party um, throw your pokeballs oh oh sorry, I'm <clears throat> uh i i'm back in back in action here sorry i i had a bout of sickness i'll be back uh but i'm back now so i'll do that for um some. Also, I'm, I'm going to raise my hand here in the back of back of the classroom because I'm clearly out of the loop. Um, it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, sirs. It, it seems like background ponies almost like a dirty word in these conversations so far. For a story that's so universally praised by the people that that read it, um, why do you not like? Why do you hold it at an arm's distance? Did you finish it? Not quite. Now I'm then halfway through. Then you would I, know. I did. <laughs> well, there you go. Then, then you would know. The, the, the <laughs> three people. The three people, as as non-spoilerific as I can, the three people that have finished it tell me that they still go back and think about the ending and they admire it. I admire it too because I think in a brony community, um, I, I think that a. It's not so much that certain stories are bad as that bronies don't like unhappy endings. And I've written quite a few unhappy endings in my time. And um, Background Pony, when I was plotting it out, a lot of people were like, oh, it was just a one shot and you tumorously evolved it. It's like, no, I, I knew I, if in case it wasn't going to be successful, I was going to fall back to being a one shot. But I loved the concept and I wanted to write more um, chapters to it. And I was like, this is a great concept. How do I do this? And I figured I would treat it like a mini series. 
Um, I, in my head, I had like Cowboy Bebop as like a blueprint of like a fairly short series where every other episode you'd have something that would be exposing more about the main narrative and about the um, about the protagonist. But everything else was like a random situation that just dealt with the premise. Um, but early on, I figured at the end of all of this, uh, you know, all the chapters being mostly for, uh, unrelated vignettes, with an exception of like a, a very thin nebulous string, um, I'm going to actually end it in a way that nobody expects it to. It's going to piss people off, and I'm going to legitimize it through the plot and the storyline in a way that it actually makes sense. And if they get pissed off at it, it's because of their own subjective reasoning. <laughs> um, that sounds very douchey to say because it is, but... Um, no, actually, <clears throat> I'll take the different side here. I admire you for not giving what what people want. I think it takes a really ballsy writer to dangle a carrot at the end of a string and lead a writer down the path, and then not give them the carrot. But the um the other issue about um background pony is that if you if you don't get the message, if you don't get the um the ending and the point that I was trying to make and stuff, then it's going to look and feel like 450,000 words of retentious philosophy with no cathartic resolution. Um, so it's like, what the fuck? You're just fapping off like as a, as a failed psychology major in, in front of all the horse nerds. Uh, and maybe that's true to some extent. I still think there is stuff that's worth it. But what matters to me is that I exercise both forms of the spelling, a lot of stuff in writing that. And when it was done, I was like, I am done. Um, and that, and almost everything that I've written since has been like, um, has been like, uh, uh, cuddle porn and, um, just crack fix and adventure yarns, Australia. That, to me, that's like my magnum opus more than background pony, even though background pony made me popular. Um, because Australia is more like the kind of stuff I can enjoy continuously, ever not ending as like adventure yarn, you know. I got all pretentious shit out of the way, and now it's like I don't need to look back because it's done. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Uh, no, that makes total sense. And, yeah. and I'm happy I got a little bit of skirts 101 here because it. it this is what I love about this podcast. We're able to look inside your mind a little bit and see why you act the way you do. And to it? people who um, say that the ending of Background Pony is angsty and that Lyra completely broke character um, and it, it just was a sad ending for sad ending's sake, then that proves he didn't actually read it because from chapter one, uh, Lyra is the complete epitome of altruism. And um, she proves that she's willing to give up stuff um, for for the sake of an ethical, like uh, like an ethical um, victory. Um, oh hell yeah! First, like, she does it in the first chapter. She does it in like every chapter. Um, so don't say that she was like an optimistic, affirmative person and suddenly backtracked. No, her greatest flaw is that she is too heroic. And the ultimate thing that Background Pony is supposed to leave us with, ironically, since you're not supposed to retain anything from her situation, is that some of the best uh, heroics that are committed in the history of mankind cannot be committed to history. It's unsung. It's the whole point of the unsung realm is that it's like trying to explore what it means to uh to accomplish something to be objectively good without the catharsis because that's kind of reality all right well cool let's move Enigma, on to questions now <laughs> tips are starting to sag a little bit but let's keep oh, going all right let's keep going we got to keep enigma perky yeah, next question is from eagle who asks why can't akuma actually kill anyone akuma always wins 
And then next question. Why oh also God. why is Zangrief also Zan always Zangrief? I don't so play Street Fighter. <clears throat> you Marvel saw Wreck It Ralph, right? Oh what? shit. You saw oh, Wreck It Ralph, right? Oh, shit. oh, oh I did, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> I, I already see the byline question. Oh shit. Let's get the violin. Let's go. All right. Why is Zangief always portrayed no, as a villain no. in outside media? Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I like uh, Zangief. I, I prefer him as a. Uh, as a, sorry, I'm distracted. Uh, <laughs> Zangief. <laughs> I prefer him as the um, like the lovable oaf. Like in, you're in the ending of like the first um, first game. Um, like when he beats the ass of like in bison like i think gorbachev shows up and they just start dancing it's like <laughs> that's that's cute you know and his characters was well, probably the saving grace in the in the um live action film and and i like him record ralph but then again, i just love record ralph in general so yeah that's true it's great why it's is he a villain because it was in the 90s and a war just ended i don't know politics all right go out and vote now we have questions from not enough coffee who has some disney related questions number one what is your all-time favorite disney movie both modern and classic not enough coffee seems to be my latest stalker we like uh, exchange ball gowns on uh, lemur cave uh my favorite all-time disney movie well, you gotta understand i was uh pretty much raised on disney and look what i've become uh it, it means a lot to me in many different ways i love the park i love the movies and i love other stuff some above and below the belt but uh, with okay. this, with the, when it comes to movies, it's probably Tron um, <gasps> original. Really? Uh, I had there's like a list of movies I watch over and over and over again, including Tron, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, Swiss Family Robinson, and you, you know the animated ones like Pinocchio, Dumbo, and stuff like that. But Tron, just so it's just it's like top five movies, favorite of all time. Just I love the shit out of that. And the sequel, it's nice to fall asleep to, but it has some really good music. And I love yes, the aesthetics yes, yes. and stuff. But you know the original one, even though the original one is completely imperfect, it's a lot of flaws with it. The pacing's fucked up. I just love it. Um, it means so much to me. I love Tron, so I'm there. Yeah. And yeah, the the sequel was pretty much just a wonderful, wonderful um, music video. As for other stuff newer. Um, I would probably say Wreck-It Ralph is up there as well. I freaking love that movie. I watched it in, I think, 2013 or something, and it meant a lot to me. Like, spoke to me on, like, a um, it, like it's just nestled up in, his, in my chest baculum and hibernated, you know, soft and fuzzy, because um, I kind of pr projected and I saw myself as Ralph, and I saw, like, uh, with Von Sweets. I kind of thought, you know, like, older friend, younger friend, I was thinking myself in Ponky, and I, Oh, God damn it. He's on a mission preaching to people about space Mexico. He's not around. <laughs> so is is Penelope one of your favorite Disney princesses then? You mean Penelope? Um, yeah. uh, no, I mean, not, not really. Kind of looks like a five-year-old, so no. Besides, she's the president, remember? President? Well, yeah, yeah, she, she made decided, She opted at the end. Oh, that's right. She's like, I'm going to, you know, a president makes more. Represents yeah. representational monarchy. Favorite Disney president. Oh, anyway, uh, <laughs> the next ask question. Me again in seven years. Yeah. <laughs> we already answered the next question, but that means we're on number three. Mm -hmm. uh, favorite uh, anecdote from Disney World, uh, since you mentioned you were a fan of the place when we talked. 
So I go there a lot, or at least I used to. I let my annual pass run out um, because for various reasons. I, they're building a lot of new stuff there. And when you get you too used to a thing, the magic kind of fades. And you're like, you know what? Let's just hold off for a bit. I, I'm lucky enough to have afforded an annual pass anyways. So I'm not going to expand on that. Um, but uh, I went a lot between 2014 and 2017. And I, I'm sure I got a lot of anecdotes. Probably the silliest, cutest one is early in the morning, I'm at Magic Kingdom, and I'm walking into Haunted Mansion, and, you know, it's early, early, early in the day, so you, you pick a ride, and you're probably not going to wait for anything, right? And it's, the weather's cool. It's not, like, humid bullshit in Florida yet. Um, and there's two um, cast members, I guess, in the case of Haunted Mansion, they're um, servants, uh, like, waiting outside. And one of them has, has like, the, the leash of the invisible dog, they, you know, have you seen seen those before? Yeah. Yeah. So they they would they sell those, you know. I think at like um, at like uh, some of the gift shops. And so they had one, um, just holding it, pretending as if there was like a ghost dog there. And it's early in the morning, so you're feeling kind of pepped up. So I leaned over and I like petted like the invisible dog's head, and I walked on. But then at the last second, I came back and I stopped my foot where like the head was going to be, and they were both like, "Oh!" And I walked back into the queue line, and I hear the like pitter patter of like um feeling look behind me and like the cast members chasing after me like with the leash of the dog like the dog's chasing after me in vengeance and i ran away from it you know uh it's, it's really, <laughs> that's really cute like cast member stuff for reacting for you know more early morning douchebaggery i thought it was really cute Aw. okay uh other random questions uh number one if you could have four arms or four legs which would you choose four arms that way to have four hands one for each inch Oh, yep. Any idea how many bottles of Dr. Pepper you'd be able to hold on to at once? It's a game changer. Put them all up, little Max ass. Right. And then you'll just shoot off like a rocket. Yeah, you, you make it to Hawaii, you know? <laughs> uh, number two, how would human life... Explosion. <laughs> how would human life be different if crocodiles could fly? Uh, Australia probably would not have a gun ban. Good point. Holy, I didn't realize that Australia had a gun ban. Let's not talk about it because obvious yeah. reason. Number three, Yeet. if you had a one-way time machine, would you go to the past or the future? I'd probably go to the past and commit war with the Langoliers. <laughs> God. That's my child. The, the flying meatballs with teeth? Yeah, they're trying to eat Balky. I want to be Balky. That's my fetish. <laughs> Vor is his fetish. Langolier Vor is his fetish. I need a drink for that one, so thank you. Oh, I hope you're uh, getting your voice ready, uh, pencil, because it's time. Okay, let me get let me get tiny and adorable in vocal. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's time for questions with Vylon. There you go. So, I think Vylon now has. The most repulsive, disgusting, lewd question that I've ever seen her ask. I really hope you're ready, Skirts. Mm -hmm. Shoulders or ankles? I am ravaged. I'm just destroyed. It's my asshole being blown out on stream. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. We warned you this could happen. Just, was it... Was it an ice cream man? Was it the milkman? I mean, just 
It was it probably was Enigma's dad. Was it your father? Was it your mother? Was it your mother father? <laughs> yes, father. all of the above. Was it the governor in Arkansas? <laughs> no, it, it was Chuck no. Testa. We are towing the line on the politics tonight. I um, <laughs> I'm not a foot fetishist, despite what like the um one fic I wrote. The, I wrote a sunset a sunset fic where it's just all about um sunset dreaming about uh twilight's feet and i think foot, foot fetish is very amusing because it seems like the the least in, innocuous thing you could like have a boner about and so if someone likes someone else for their for something like that i think it's cute that's why i wrote that um but that's not the case it's got to be shoulders because puffy shoulders on a ball gown puffy shoulders is like the second most sexy phrase in the world What's the first coin purse? <laughs> you know what my we you know what my shoulder weakness is? Tits. Freckled, freckled shoulders. All right, yeah, that works. I I can see it. Well, I mean, it's not like right in front of me, but like in my mind's eye. Hey, moving on. Uh, now we have a question from the abyss. That guy, who starts by asking, "Which pony would you snuggle with, and why?" None of them. I'm not a cuddly, touchy person. Even when I had a cat, um, I wouldn't let in the same bed as me. I just close the door. I'm like, you're going to die in seven years. Um, <laughs> but if I was to vicariously imagine it and it being a good thing, probably be Octavia. She just seems like the, the, the velvetest, cuddliest thing. You, you cuddle into her and she smells of like French vanilla. That actually sounds lovely. It does sound lovely, yeah. Or Jasmine. Damn it, Enigma. Oh, you just, just named the potpourri farter in my room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the ponies do. They don't, they don't pass gas for rainbows or anything. It's just potpourri. It's just a spritz of Febreze out there. Sit on my face and tell me that you clop me. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Now we have questions from some bro for life who starts by asking, "What's your favorite video game?" Uh, Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. Hey, good man. choice. Which, I, when Ponky asked me to explain in detail, I discovered was a lot of inspiration for Background Pony, like the whole, you know, um, the Bill Murray Groundhog's Day situation, you know. Um, but behind that would probably be Super Mario Brothers three and um, Team Fortress two and Starcraft one. Oh, Silent Hill too. That's the wife. Yes! Thank you. Sorry. 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 It's okay. You're enthusiastic about you're, many you're, of the you're games. In bath, you're in a bathtub. It'll collect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two. Uh, what's your the favorite? tail really quick. And look in there. Ah, oh, Rainbow Bob. Hey. You... Oh, God. Hi, Rainbow Bob. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite boss fight? It's. I've been thinking about this question for a long time and I don't really have enthusiastic answer because so many of the games I've been playing over the last five years have been like, you know, online bullshit and stuff. Um, so like boss fights are like a remarkable thing. Ponky loves uh, Dark, uh, no, not Dark Souls, uh, the other one, Bloodborne. Uh, I can't really get into it as much, but I'm trying. Uh, but, I, but I will mention something that I don't think anybody ever really thought about. It, it's um, something, something Cerberus from uh, Mischief Makers on the N64. Has anybody ever played Mischief Makers? No, no but I own it. Okay. 
Oh, oh boy, that's a that's a game that's going to give you blisters. Um, I played it a long time ago, and I had to look at YouTube to see if I was didn't imagine it in a fever dream. But no, it is in fact a real boss fight. Um, uh, after you've played dodgeball with a Persian cat and defeated it, uh, you then are being chased by like this robot like Osiris creature thing on like a giant metal wolf. And it, because it's in 64, it's like this sort of sprite animation mixed with like super hardcore mode seven. And it's like chasing after you through this red splash screen and you're riding on the back of the Persian cat. You're like this robot maid chick and it's shooting missiles at you. You have to grab the missiles riding on the cat and toss it back at like the uh, robot and then it shoots more missiles. So you can actually jump on a missile and you're riding on the cat, riding on the missile, like count, like smack away laser blast and tossing like the missiles back and that's just you know that's right up against the prostate in my kaizo center and i love that shit that sounds like some freaking like kingdom Hearts shit yeah look up um on youtube like mischief maker cerberus and you see it it's crazy you also said one of my favorite words kaizo but we don't have time for tangents so i'm going to oh, try okay. and move on uh number three have you accepted skeletor the master of the universe into your heart as a staunch atheist, my answer to that would be no. Um, okay. If in an alternate universe where I did believe in fairy tales, I would probably say um, aloe from dinosaurs would appeal to me more. Hmm, fair. Number four. You are in Tiny Horseburg. What business do you start? I'd probably introduce ponies at grazing and make a lot of money. Good. I'd sell them grass, basically. Like, you, if you pay me a small fee, I'll allow you to walk around my lawn. So I'll promise them that I only handled it with gloves, and I like I, I grew it in, like, pristine mudland or something. Ported this grass. Was, this, is, this was fertilized with only the, uh, like, the, the finest cow shit. Like, these cows, this... they, they dined on cuisine before they did to make the fertilizer. Kobe cows, Kobe beef cows. This is imported grass right here. Yeah. That, I was hoping that would be like that would be a, like that should be a fix someday called legalize it where like because of some sort of economic situation Celestia amends the equestrian constitution allowing all ponies to graze again for the first time since they formed a civilization. You should do this. You should absolutely do this. So you know, like I had this idea where like a non goes to like Equestria with with like a manual push lawnmower, like with just the blades and it doesn't require gas or anything. And he just makes a a fucking score just selling grass. Grass is whack. Some, for on. some reason, I'm imagining Anon selling these grass blades, like in little baggies and in dark alleys. Yeah, I was actually, I was actually about to say that he's trying to get high and he looks to get some grass, and they actually sell him fucking grass. That's a totally different like, way of looking at it. And it like, throws like the entire economy into like uh, into like shutters, and so like it turns into this sort of fall equestrian post-apocalyptic environment. And then poor Pinkie Pie is just sitting there, surrounded by like grass blades. She's got this like uh, weed whacker, and she picks it up limply in her hoof, and she just smacks it on the ground, smacks it on the right, smacks it on the left, and the 2001 theme starts playing, and her eyes like enlarge. <laughs> this yeah. this is the true prequel to Fallout Equestria. Okay, Cal, be proud. We're crack faking live here on the Barcat. What do we do? That's what we <laughs> always do. Let's lift the tail. Oh, it's Darf again. Oh, boy. <laughs> Next fucking question. Number five. I need to know for a friend, what is the best way to bake 30 cakes at the same time and have them ready in five minutes or less? That's, that's minuets. That's five minuets. Minuets? Yeah. Oh, minuets. <sighs> oh. So I'm Sorry, guessing I would, just, I, would, I would get I would get Ponky to like sing to the uh, serenade the ponies. 
you know, throw a bunch of crap together and make them believe that they're uh, eating cakes. Huh. Nice. You know, yeah, like that, uh, you know, that stuff that collects on like a dildo that's like slimy and pink and looking and it's like intestinal fluid. Get a bunch of that together and compact it, put it in the fridge, put it back in Whoa. the microwave and then sell Whoa. it. Where are you showing this dildo? Whoa. Hold on. <laughs> the belly button isn't the whole skirts. Oh, okay. It was once upon a time. You're not Tommy Wiseau. Pink intestinal fluid on a dildo. You are absolutely using it wrong. Okay. And you should probably go to a doctor or she's on her period, in which case, good for you. Glad, glad you can help her out while she's uh, surfing the red tide. You know, part the Red Sea and all that. Number six. Or, she, or she's a dirty communist. Do you even praise, bro? No. Good. Moving on to C squared 08. I'm reminded, asked... of, uh, reminded of Catherine Picard in early Star Trek where like Q is dressing up as a monk and he's like, let us pray. And Picard's like, we shall do no such damn thing. He's like, God, Roddenberry, tip your fedora, why don't you? All right. Uh, what is best Star Trek? Uh, that would be DS9. Ooh. Okay. I had asked that for pencil. Thank you. Uh, okay. C squared 08 asks... And do ponies win? Um, never. Good answer. It's my favorite answer. Um, who's the best character in Australia and why is it Cold Cantor? Well, her lady C squared is referring to a character I named after Cold Cantor um, because that was the only way I can get, because C squared wouldn't really work for a pony. Um, it was an elder stallion living um, on the side of this ravine, basically steering forever into the east until his eyes burned out but I guess they like it. All right. RK Striker JK5 now has questions. What's your favorite non-MLP franchise? Star Trek. Yeah. Have you done any fan content for anything non-MLP, which we already know yes, but if you want to provide any extra details. Um, let me go through the order of shit. Um, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Uh, uh, new Batman Animated Adventures, um, Batman Beyond, Zelda, X-Men Evolution, Resident Evil, um, Teen Titans, that was a big one, and Pony. Can I just treat you to a drink? Because I think you just picked, like, all my favorite series. Cool. Nice. I'll hit you up if I'm ever around your area. <laughs> I, don't, I don't drink. I, I don't drink, though, so I appreciate the I am the Dr. Gesture. Pepper. Yeah, I'll get you Dr. Pepper. Pepper. Oh, that, that's, that's very nice of you. I would like some Dr. Pepper. Kind. Dr. Pepper on the rocks. You get, a your tits. You, you get a Mr. Pib. What's the tit level? <laughs> the, tit, the tit level is almost flaccid. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. By Hold the on. Way, Hold on. Tits don't get flaccid. That's not... We don't... <sighs> okay, I'm done. What's, fine. what's this? Well, I mean, they can kind of get hard if it's too cold. What's this? <laughs> yeah, the... the... You, can, you can heal Enigma with the power of Patreon? Go to patreon.com forward slash enigma enigmatic target. Only you can cure my flaccidness. Yes. By the way, short skirts. By the way, short skirts. As a fellow autistic uh, uh, fan of Dr. Pepper, do you know what black gold is? Um, is that the stuff that collects when you leave it in the sun too long? The fuck are you talking? No. <laughs> <laughs> Black gold is where you get a cup and you fill it up with one half Dr. Pepper and one half Coca-Cola. Oh, it's no. delicious, that's but it will give you diabetes that. twice as fast. 
That sounds retarded. Then you just have terrible. a slightly water. Sounds like he sounds like a slightly You're watered down Dr. Pepper. You fucking asshole. It sounds like a Mr. Pib. Well, you, you gotta deserve it. I live like maybe like uh, 100, 200 miles away from Miami, so I'm preparing for the zombie apocalypse. So I um, I'm trying to harvest like these uh, kidney stones to put into a gun, so I can load it up for free ammo. How many true Florida men have you encountered? Well, I work retail, so here I am selling video games and like this. Uh, White Cracker shows up with like a, maybe a, I want to say an 12 inch, um, more like a 13, 14 inch iguana draped over his shoulder. It's like, Hey, anybody want to buy an iguana? Hey, how about drapes over another customer's shoulder? I'm like, uh, 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 that's the, I mean, that's a week. Sounds like Florida man to me. Now, now we have questions. Now we have questions from Greasius and it didn't have tits, by the way, who asked, thank do you, you thank love? You. Yeah, test it again. I was screaming. I'm sorry, please. Do you love? Oh, no, I don't. Now we have a question from that other other guy who asks, why are Enigma's hands so handsome? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Lord. You guys have, have seen my hands, uh, right? Have you ever watched a um, Bruno Mars video all the way through? Explanatory. <coughs> I mean, can you... Enigma, one day, can you just give your hand a Hitler haircut? Like, you know, I probably Hitler could. Come Hitler come enough, over. You have enough. You could do that. My fingers have fucking comb overs. I can Shit. braid your hand. You do the comb over, and then sh and then shave everything but the middle knuckle. I can braid his hand hair. Hot damn. Moving on. It's almost like pencil was looking at my arm hair. I was like, I'm gonna braid this one day. I'm like, uh, okay. It's long enough. I could French braid that shit easy. Diddly. Second question from the other other guy. Uh, how do you keep a reader interested in a story? I do. <laughs> Is that with a question mark at the end? Yeah. Well said. Uh, now we have a question from Hymnos. Hymnos. Why, when, did you start adding the usernames of readers as character names within the Austrio series? So I started doing that like early, early on in like book one and the whole mentality behind imploding colon, a little similar to how I operate with skirts is that I don't want to, I, I like, I don't really like, I wanted imploding colon to be like very silent, like no blogging, no comments or anything, just straight up, um, just, just the material itself. Um, so a lot of people would ask questions like, Oh, who are you? Oh, you're keeping up the story. It's like, Oh, what are you going with this? It just not respond at all. So I found myself itching to make, uh, meta commentary on the actual reviews being left. So they would, the readers would get an understanding that I am aware that they exist and that they're, that I, that they're making comments and I'm reading their comments and stuff. So I would sort of incorporate stuff into the actual narrative and it kind of evolved to me using, um, the names of actual commenters and users and, and it kind of became a cool thing because they felt like they were invested in the story on a meta level um and if you read it long enough then you suddenly might there might be a spontaneous character named after you hey and it's just nothing but the name only uh that would be connection unless maybe occasionally i would do research and i would find out that this person with an incompatible name made an oc that had a compatible name i would use that instead or something like that but the, in the case of hymnos i think i use hymnos uh, as one of the Senate members of the Robe Redden Council of, uh, of Laxian and Utan, which book eight. Sweet. Uh, now we have questions from Alex underscore. 
who starts out by, of course, making his signature short skirts and explosions emoji for you. That was, that was nice of him. Um, we have four out of order questions. So let's go with number one. Why is Chapped being such a meanie and stealing my question? Yeah, Chapped. I don't do shit. When, you're, when your knees are broken, you got to have a hobby. <laughs> what I number heard you two. say was that when your knees are broken, you got to have a hobbit. That's because you never hear anything right, Enigma, because there's something wrong with your ears. I bet they're full of hair, like the rest of you. <laughs> yes, they are quite fair. Number two. <sighs> How big is your left nipple in diameter? Is this to chapter to me? That's to you, Skirtsy. Oh. I want to say, oh, wow, we're on a scarcity basis, aren't we? Yeah. If you okay. try to steal priest, I will. I will. No, it's too religious. Um, I, want to say, <laughs> I want to say a nickel. All right. Fair enough. All right. Number four. If someone got you a pet lemur for your birthday, what would you keep him? And what would you name him? What would you keep him? That's the question. What would you keep him? What would you keep him? Alex. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> what? What? So I'm going to guess what might be asking us to like the state of being, in which case I'm going to say stuffed. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know, actually, that would make a really great like talking piece. Well, that's the Just to have like in the center of your fucking coffee table a stuffed lemur. And as you can to... pose him however you want. And as to what to name him, I think I'll just be honest and call him device heretic. <laughs> Look, I've got the mounted corpse of Zabumafu on my fucking coffee table. Just pose him into a sensible position. Have guests over. And finally, number three. Do you have any tips for people writing long fix, like things Tabby says in Background Pony, especially for those who have never done it before? Even when it's shit, commit to doing it every day or every other day. If you miss out, then you burn out once, it's very very hard to get back in. I don't mean the sexy hard. I mean like that you hate yourself and you want to die hard. Yes, that is so, yes. Yes, yes. Okay, moving on. Saucy Berry now asks questions. What is your motto you live life by? Space is a waste. If you like... had to get blackout drunk with someone on the bar cast, who would it be and why? No offense to anyone who drinks, but I just wouldn't. Um, I'm very temperate. I earned it from my father, and my father is probably temperate because of the drunk driver who uh, sped into him when he's age nine and uh, fractured his skull, and he ultimately lost like uh, two-thirds of his forward lobe brain matter, and um, uh, they told him that he'd be in bed for the rest of his life, but obviously something below the belt works because I'm here. Um, so he doesn't drink, and knowing about that story all my life, and knowing that he has a skull plate in his head, I'm like, I'm not going to drink either. Hey, no, it, I'm happy for you. Happy uh, that you can do that for you. Skirts. I have my own vices, so it's okay. Yay, vices. Yeah. And I just realized what your vice is by looking at my Patreon. You actually pledged to my Patreon. Did I? Imagine yes, that. you did. Huh. Moving on. Nope. It's money. I don't know what to do with money. I'm confused. This has never happened before. Buy a place to live! Sorry. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> moving on! <laughs> moving on! I'm sorry! <laughs> moving on! What's the tip level? How much money have you paid? Don't die, Flam. You have like patience. It's not a drill. 
The lactation yeah. level is that creamy. Oh, yeah, we got it. We did it. Hey, come on, come on, come on. Come on. We did it, Reddit. We did it. What? Oh, let's go to a let's go to Enigma's dad for comment. Rest in oh, peace, he's not here. Okay. Now, Manaphy asks questions. Oh boy! Best emoticon or greatest emoticon? And they're referring to the latest form of cancer to come out of Lemur Cave and Noble Jury, which is remarkable because it took him about four or five years in Noble Jury to make meme cancer. Um, hey, I'm glad it makes him happy. I'm not a big fan of it myself, but okay. It's a it's a it's a photo it's like a fucking um paint Microsoft Paint version of Rainbow Dash with her like a very enlarged kind of the wall worm style mouth going, Oh boy, let's go to the hammock, Rourke. Yes. It makes people happy, so good for them. It took Fimfic blogs by storm. Apparently, yeah, they just they spammed it, and I'm like, I'm just trying to write this awful story. Please don't add more cancer. <laughs> All right. I love the Noble Jury. They're great. Yeah, someone asked me earlier, do I love? And but I get. Uh, on a more serious note, are there any MLP characters you've never written about that you'd like to write about in the near future? Um, I've had fantasies of maybe writing a as a core theme story. Um, it is so hard, you know, um, like an epic story about Sakura having to return to her homeland and all the ponies, you know, sort of do the uh, Canterbury Tales thing with her to join her. Um, so at least she doesn't have to be the one that talks all the time, but they get to see where she's from and stuff. That'd be great. And I would love to write more Iron Will. Um, Iron Will's fantastic. And I, he was once in a arc of um, Apple Dashery, which doesn't matter because nobody reads Apple Dashery, but I would love to write more. It's just great. All right. Now, speaking of Zakora, I have this sort of headcanon where she's at, she's not from the uh, she's not from the zebra lands. Mm -hmm. She's ac she's actually a con artist from like Horse Detroit. She's playing the long con. So she's just a white horse and she painted her own stripes and she's trying to get an extra buck. She's actually a pharmacist. <laughs> okay. I, then, what I, the, then what the fuck is she doing in the Everfree Forest? Like, <coughs> you're dying. Like, <coughs> you're dying. It's okay. Die less. Okay. <coughs> like, what would be your point there? Like, is she Lamp, making okay. any money? Free ingredients? <coughs> Lamp, More animals to harvest? She's, she's Drink, something. Drink something. She's well, I'm, I'm not allowing ass. you to write a, a to do a writer's workshop this weekend if you're going to be sick and dying. No, I'm fine. It's just inhaler that time. you killed me. I'm going to grab my inhaler. Y'all can. Yeah, inhaler time. Okay, cool. Now we're going to go to a question from Cipher. How do you find the live action Beauty and the Beast? Do you like it more than the original? Why? Why not? I was prompted to see that in theaters by my sister, which was an awkward call. And um, it was it was a fun experience. Um, high budget, nice production value and stuff. But I really don't think that movie would have had any success or any sort of um, gravity if you hadn't seen the original. It's, it feels like a recursive fiction of the original material. Like let's expand on it. Let's do things a little bit different. And Disney's been around long enough that they can do that. Um, the music was good. Like the songs I haven't heard before were good, but they weren't very memorable. And there's like when I even before seeing the movie, I'd seen like when I went one of my Disney trips, they had like a preview of the of the trailer of the movie. They showed you like seven minutes, like one of the like the um, the, the village sequence and stuff. And they have Belle, you know, running out and doing the I want venture in a great white somewhere. And the camera pans around, and in my head, I'm comparing it to 
all I'm doing is comparing to the original movie, and the original movie has information, has fluidity, has more okay. uh, like emotion. You can't quite copy that in in like live action. And there's like Emma Watson, Hermione, just standing still while the camera pans around and shows off all the CG background, and then like it doesn't have the same punch to it. And then, you know, sitting in the theater and I'm waiting for all the good moments like, uh, you came back. Of course I did. <gasps> but no, it didn't happen. No, it didn't happen the way I remember it because I prefer the way I remember it. So, yeah. no matter what, even if it were Oscar material, it would be as good, you know? Yeah. I can, I can totally understand. I think a lot of people kind of echo your sentiment. Like, it's not the original and it never could have been. But mm-hmm. and, and Emma Watson could have been Belle. All right. And I'm off the soapbox. Let's go on. Um, Blade Runner now has a question. Human or dancer? Prancer. Fair. Apple Tank now has questions. Uh, which is just a comment to random me. So, moving on to Dubs Rewatcher. Who's better? Quill Scratch or Quill Scratch? I prefer they're referring to the, uh, Fimfic user. Um, in doing a bit of research, um, I recognize the avatar. They comment a lot on their fix, but on their user page, they have, we live in a kind world is one of their top favorites. So I don't know. All right. Uh, now we have a qu- set of questions from Uwe Toll, who says, what do you think about the Equifax hack? Oh, is this? No, no, no. Moving on. <sighs> Scopeguard Pony. Why haven't I been banned for starting the oh boy trend skirts? Um, no hard feelings, so, you know, enjoy yourself. Just don't be an asshat in chat and you won't be banned. Oh boy. <laughs> Good job, Chris. Oh, I, I get it. see. <laughs> uh, chap then comments on scope guard. Mobile Sam asks his signature question, How do you feel about potatoes? Well, I'm part Irish, so I love them. Nice. Now we have questions from Shakespeare Cleese, who has questions for short skid sand eggs for skins. <laughs> no, no, hold on. Egg for skins? Short skid sands eggs floor shins. That's that's, that's a, your name, apparently. Sir. That's a gr- that's a great fucking tongue twister. One smart man, he felt smart. Number one. Have you seen the MLP movie? And if so, what are your thoughts? I haven't seen it. You have to have friends to see stuff like that. Oh. See it when it's, you know, free online to no, buy I, it. I feel, like, I feel compelled to pay money for this one. I, I don't blame you. That's what I did. But, oh. I, okay. I remember what it was like to have friends. You went to see the movie with me, Enigma, as your friend. You don't, you don't get to fucking talk shit. Stop. Yeah, and what am I, you little shit dick? I fucking <laughs> drove you up there. Uh, free taxi, apparently. <laughs> friends don't let friends tit and drive. <laughs> Number two. Enigma has the intelligence to drive. Skirts. You boast the second most followers on Fem Fiction. What would you say would be the key factor in this, and why is it Background Pony? Well, the key to getting second most followers on Fem Fiction is that you have to have a really, really big story that's sported, sporting a very awesome cover art that gets a lot of views, gets you featured for a long time. And then for the next five years afterwards, every blue moon, you have to make a sequel to it starring Nyx. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I wasn't ready. I'm, I'm sure Penstroke will love that. <laughs> Although, um, you know, a little bit of trivia here. Um, I know we talked about Background Pony earlier, but I didn't tell you the, the true secret. Originally, Background Pony was going to be uh, a really epic clop fig, you know? I was going to start out like, I'm just, I'm going to break the mold. I'm going to do the clop fig of all time. And it's going to open up with like Lyra having sex with her uh, mom and father. And then she moves to Ponyville and she discovers that. Um, that moon dancer and twilight are her sisters and they immediately have like sex so it's gonna be like a big incestuous epic i was gonna call it backwards pony abyss i didn't know you were on the podcast today <laughs> that face when short skirts is confirmed for headless rainbow <laughs> good lord Mo moving on that was some shade number three Algebra time. Given the rate of new users joining FinFiction and the rate that you gain new followers, if Penstroke never gained another follower, how long do you think it would take for your follower rank to become number one? Nah, I never will. It used to bother me, but now I just, whatever. It, <laughs> I've, I've, like I said before, write what you and do, what you want to enjoy, have fun. I've just been lucky enough to have gotten like decent amount of popularity for it. And then for me as well. I mean, I'm a douchebag. I deserve it. Um, but, uh, it just even if like his account was to fall off the earth who cares i mean i i'm more concentrated on like uh, imploding colons australia right now well you're our kind of douchebag so there's okay. at least that number four despite being followed by so many you yourself only follow so precious few only 48 as of this posting why so few and what does it take to get on short skirts short list i personally need to know the answer to this <laughs> oh well you know again douchebag i don't read a lot of other um people's stuff so you the friends list is for um you know people i recognize people i admire that kind of thing usually a lot of people who pick spam me and stuff um and the reason why I keep it at 48 is because if I do it any longer, and I tested this out the other day, if I do it at 49, then the favorite section has a um, side scroll bar, and I don't want that, so I keep it at 48. That's wow. actually that's an interesting oh, observation. And that gets harder and harder with each year because I'm like, oh, I could take this person off who I knew back in 2012, but memories, no, I can't do it. Aw. Skirts is a big softy. Moving on. It's the wrong ass word. He's a big five-inch softy. <laughs> no. Apple Tank now has a question. Why princesses? Because Roger Dodger took winks. Fair. Uh, now, Grace Domino has questions. Yay. Princesses are a recurring theme in two of your loved fandoms, MLP and Disney. Which of the two groups embodies your favorite aspects of princessdom? And is there anything you would like the two different styles to inherit from one another? Uh, the humans, because their butts don't smell as bad, and they look better in a dress. Although I might as well add that the princesses in um, My Little Pony aren't um, inherently defined by their courtship. So someone like Celestia or Luna is not because they married into it, it's not because they have to sire anyone. It's a state of authority and being, and they can they can be pretty, they can be cute, they can be graceful. Uh, the title itself is just like, it's just indicative. Um, so you don't have to be like tied to a prince or something like that. That's kind of admirable. They were gonna go with queen if I recall, but then like they said, no, queen is too negatively connotated, make them princesses. No, 
like I totally agree with you. Like with like example with Cadence, like she's not around just to have, you know, a marriage and a baby. Like it's great. Alright, well let's move on but before anyone can argue. Moving on. Moving on. I, she, 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 the princess she, of babysitting is what she was. Exactly. Toy sales. Princess of awkward boners. <laughs> princess of acrylic. All right. Aishi Shake has questions. If prompted to just start talking about whatever you want, how long could you go if nobody stops you? It would either be about Star Trek or about unwritten story ideas. That would be, oh, how long would it go? I guess indefinitely about those topics. Awesome. We'll have to get you on a rant one of these days. But oh, Fish on Fire comes on next and is just left sharking it up right away. Who starts by asking, panties? Always and forever. Yes. And now we have a set of questions from Rob Caquin53, also known as that guy who wrote My Little Dashy. So, tall shorts and denotations. Since we all joke about being your alt accounts, whose account, with their stories in mind, do you wish wasn't actually an alt of yours? How they go about finfic or their stories, their writing style. I guess the simple question is, what writer on finfic do you look up to, if not yourself? We kind of covered it. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Um, Rob's a cool guy. We've never met physically or intimately, but we um, have communicated on different chat rooms and stuff before. And um, he's always a like a real hoot whenever he's on your um, your program as well. And uh, yes, we have this common love of MASH, which needs to be shared. Speaking of MASH, the following questions are all related to the amazing television show MASH. What is your favorite <laughs> season? And if you can't think that hard, what's your favorite episode? It'd probably be um, season six would be my favorite season, or seven, whenever, when Winchester, when Winchester. The show got way better, and I don't think I'm alone with that um, belief. Favorite episode is from season five, which is probably the worst season. It's called Movie Night. And it's probably the the finest example of televised slice of life you can ever find anywhere. Um, there's almost like no real plot. It's just the the cast trying to watch like a like an old film reel and just trying to keep sane. It's just a really really good episode and great example of um, a fun dialogue. All right. Uh, what is your favorite ship? OTP. If it isn't Hawkeye Hot Lips, then you're a filthy heathen. I don't do a lot of shipping with Mash. Um, I, I guess I'm a filthy heathen because I never really uh, had a hot lips connection. I can understand how others did. They kind of manifested it in a two-parter at some point. But um, I like kind of the off-screen stuff, like uh, Potter and his wife, um, Mildred, back at home, or um, BJ and, and Peg. Because um, something about like trying to stay monogamous to someone overseas while dealing with all that shit is kind of um, Kind of telling. Can you do any Potterisms off the top of your head? Do you have any of your own creation to share? Uh, um, donkey defecations. I don't know. <laughs> Whose departure did you find the saddest? Warning, spoilers for those who haven't seen the show. Uh, Blake or Radar. You could also say Frank, but this was a more melancholy departure, not sad. I think Blake was obviously the gut puncher because it happened off screen. It was so sudden. With Radar, they at least prepared you. But, you know, the, the parting of ways, like between Radar and Potter, um, that was emotional. 
like just the ending of the last episode itself. Um, I completely ripped off Goodbye, Farewell, and All Men, the, the last episode of MASH for um, A Moment and Your Farida, which was um, book six of um, Australia, right? They kind of the same thing. There's like a cast of characters for like four or five books who just part ways. It's not, they don't die off. There's nothing really horrible that happens. They just leave. They have to move on to the next chapter. And I just literally ripped off the last scene in MASH to do that. And it's... It's tough characters that are that long established just saying goodbye to each other and giving the time on screen to do that is a remarkable thing. Mash is an amazing show. Do you have a favorite character? Uh, Hawkeye, Trapper, BJ, etc. Or how about a background character like Kelly, Rizzo, Flag, etc.? The show was always amazing when Freeman, um, Dr. Freeman showed up. Um, I was never a big fan of Flag. Uh, Kelly is nice. Rizzo was actually pretty good, even though his last second. Um, there was another one, I think it was Sergeant Ames, who was like an asshole in like the mid middle of the show, who was always in conflict with um, Klinger, but I, I like the main cast more. All right. Uh, and then what did you think of the spinoff series they did in MASH, such as After MASH and Walter? Never watched them, actually. Um, I'm a little tempted to check out After MASH, but it's just, oh, God, the show is an 11-year show about a three-year conflict. You know, it's just, <laughs> it went on long enough. I see MASH not so much as a real um chronicle of the korean war but more like um like a twilight zone situation where the characters are actually stuck in this fictitious recreation of a war and they can't get out of it like they're stuck in a tv show itself like truman show with more guns i don't know but now i haven't seen those spinoffs i don't think i'm going to anytime soon you just sold me on mash by mentioning twilight zone if you're going to get into MASH, the first season is tough. There's a lot of things that by today's standards, I, I know who I'm talking to, but by today's standards would seem very, very politically incorrect. Um, like, oh, look at Margaret getting raped again. Oh, well, next episode. Um, but it's uh, it's worth it in the long run. It is so intelligently written and the dialogue is amazing. And for a show that went as long as it did with such minimalist content that they could provide, it never gets uninteresting. Um, but if you can stomach the first season, then it's worth it. And then it just gets get better and better and keeps evolving and characters run in and out. It's just, it's great, great show. All right. Okay. All right. The next set of questions is for all the cast. I'm just going to get through the big question. No, no, and... We got, we got a little time. Let's do this, man. All right. Uh, Rob then says to the rest of the cast, how gang, hi gang. How's it going? I've been okay. away for some time. Lots of things going on, so I'm sorry I haven't been around lately. Have you found a McMahon replacement of me yet? And no. no Robbie Cakes, we would never replace you. You're wonderful. We love you. That's why we gave you such a hard time. Uh, Pencil, are you remembering the water priest in your closet? I don't give him water unless he's been really, really good. Most of the time, I just give him, you know, pure grain alcohol. Uh, Enigma, how's your self-esteem doing? Actually, for once, when I, this morning when I took a shower, I looked in the mirror. Nobody and... cares. And Rav. Hmm. No. What? Rav, I've seen you've been doing a new Nido stream thingy. How's that going so far? Uh, well, my hoof and mouth disease has pushed it about halfway down my throat. So, you know, pretty good, all things considered. Flamin. Stella! Priest, fuck you and your damn red heart plot lines. They're breaking what's left of my heart. I love you too. And Milk, wake up. Milk! Hey, I'm awake! Fuck! Milk, wake up! What? I'm awake. Screaming oh. easy break? Is it easy break? How are you and Snoo doing? I hope Snootastic. Very Snootastic. 
Then Rob signs off with, well, I guess that's about it, folks. Now back to drinking and watching Johnny Carson, because that's all I about all I do anymore. See ya! Now we have Not Tomato, who decides to come and ask me a question, I guess. Where's the sheriff, priest? I don't know. I no! didn't finish that game. I'm done. No. Never again. Alex underscore proves that question. So now we're going to questions for Cyberface on GOTDM for skirts. Hey, sorry for being late. Here's some questions. Number one. Would you a thing pony, or would you at least be friends and hug her? What's a thing pony? Just kidding. Okay, um, so I say, I'm always ready. You know I am. I know, there's a lot of horror movies from the 80s I haven't seen. Um, I've seen, I think, a gif of someone trying to, for Bill, uh, I can't pronounce it, trying to save someone, and then a person's chest like opens up in a mouth and bites his arms off, and I really don't want to do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't want to stick right. my dick in that either. Yeah. I mean, Granted, you only have we miss, yeah, but whatever. I mean, you have five inches. You gotta savor that, man. You gotta save what you can of it. Get a blowjob from an ant lion. <laughs> I okay. visualized that. I just visualized all of that. That is something I now have. Oh, you mind. played some ant, didn't you? Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> that noise. And yeah, the, the fucking noise. Yeah. <laughs> like the DOS sound engine. Oh, no, no teeth. No teeth. No, the best was the best was the noise they made when they, they were trying to when you went to another ant to get fed by them. <laughs> and if you're playing in like the adventure mode, you constantly hear in the background. Oh my god! All right, uh, what made number you two. Furry was it Sonic the Hedgehog? No, it was Samant. <laughs> I know. <laughs> which food pony would you rather go on a dinner date with, and which one would you cuddle and snuggle? Um, presu presuming it's completely platonic, um, probably Applejack. She's really adorable when she eats. As for cuddle and snuggle, I wouldn't do that. I just, I, I, I pick up Applejack like a like a football and toss her in her rainbow dashes cloud. She's cute. So she eats. Uh, the 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 context is food pony. So oh, uh, I, I a pony who is a food like, like pizza, pizza pony or Dr Pepper pony. I apologize. Food ponies depress me. It's just sort of like, you look at that and you're like, oh, that's right. Everything's finite. No, no, no. Oh. No, at, you know, at some, that, point in their in some point of their lives, a food pony is going to wake up covered in ants. There is, um, that's how you get ants. There is that one gif I saw of like a soda pony. Um, it's like dancing in place and it's like half empty and then it burps and it comes in dancing again. That's, that's cute. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so maybe soda pony. Number three, what food pony would you want as a plushie and or Dakimakura? None of them. Number four, who is second and third best pony? Rainbow Dash and Rarity. Although Rarity's moving on up. Yeah, Rarity's moving past Rainbow Dash, maybe? Why so? Um, she's so fun to write. Um, I find her shows to be the most entertaining ones. Tavis and St. Germain is just amazing. She's my favorite voice actress out of the crew. Um, and other girly reasons, but whatever. I found that Tabitha is the most approachable of the VAs. Anyway. Um, oh, that's cool. Number five. What three things would you do if you got sent to Equestrian? Uh, breathe in, breathe out, die. Solid. <laughs> well, uh, you got the full that. life plan right there. Uh, number six. Would you rather A... Listen to the Nightmare Night song on Halloween while dancing like Twilight in front of a church of, in front of a bunch of kids a and church, parents. In front of a church of kids. Good job. 
So, hey, <laughs> dyslexia. Moving on. B. Sing This is Halloween from The Nightmare Before Christmas while wearing a clown costume that's fucked up. That's fuck up creepy. The clown costume thing would at least give me a sense of an anonymity. Ponky loves Nightmare Before Christmas. So I could probably bond on that. I can't dance, and it seems slightly less spaghetti-inducing to do something that would obscure my veneer more than anything else. All right. And now, the last set of questions from Am I Dead Inside? Yes, which... you are. Welcome, Am I Dead Inside. Uh, sorry for being a late one. I just made this account after a year or so for short skirts and explosions and a non-quill. Oh, because that's my Halloween name. Um, sure, I'll answer with skirts. That's very kind of you. Number one. If you got the chance to go to and from Equestria to Earth and vice versa, would you accept it? No. Oh, definitely. I would. No. Why, why wouldn't you? Just horses smell. Like, I love horse smell. I actually really do. I love, I love horses. Yeah, fun with that. I mean, they shower and they probably use like fruity shampoo. No, I hate bathing horses though, because the moment you're done bathing a horse, they will inevitably go out and find sawdust and roll in it. Every time. Every time. Well, so. it's because, like, they, they want to cover, like, their body so that way they're not as vulnerable to the heat from the sun. That's why they want to do it. The dust helps with them not getting infections and insects and stuff, but specifically they seek out sawdust, so, like, giant horse cupcakes. I don't want to. Moving on. Well, For literally anyone who wants to answer, we have four... No. Five, because they repeated four once. Five more questions. If you were put into a situation like five square divided by four, and were one of the people that would change, what would you do? What the fuck is five square divided by four? It's the, the story that broke film fiction, because there are so many offshoots of it that people were like, they actually made a rule that you can't do things in the five square universe. I don't even remember that. I don't pay enough don't attention, either. apparently. Uh, what I believe the story is roughly about, and I'm not an expert on this, I'm completely wrong. Um, humans get turned into the ponies, and in five score divided by four, the main character turns into Rainbow Dash. Uh, okay, so they turn into the pony, and I guess replace them? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think any of us are experts enough to actually answer the yeah, question. Yeah, I'm not sure. So let's move on to number two. Um, what is your favorite episode? Episode episode of MLP. Ladies first. Your mouth is dyslexic too. <laughs> A pencil. Oh, are we asking me as well? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. ladies first. Uh, still bridal gossip. I love showing that stupid episode to everybody. Skirty. I like the uh, Kmart Chronicles season one. Uh, mine's probably always going to be less than zero. It's wonderful. Chappie? Celestial Advice. Enigma. The latest Pinkie Pie episode. Rab. The Sleepover. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, Milk. What was the question? Dead. You're dead. Moving on. <laughs> No, I mean, it was favorite episode of MLP. Oh, I hate all of them. It's a terrible show. Why am I here? I don't know. <laughs> don't lie, Milk. You love this. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, where else would you get the derpy skull fucking if not for MLP? Lude. Um, just a plot. Any episode that like centered around Scootaloo. That's that's pretty much it. That was one. Yeah. So. Number four. What is your favorite episode with Chrysalis in it? Ooh. The season six finale. Not because Chrysalis was in it, because Trixie and Starlight were and had a lot of fuel for Star Trek's. I'd say her first appearance because of the music. Oh, yeah, yeah no. Miss Daria and whatnot. Miss Daria absolutely makes that my favorite episode with her. I actually have to say the season six um, and like and ending. And the reason why I'll defend that is because this show has a really, really bad habit of messing with villains and either just killing them or reforming them. And they actually found this balance where. They didn't reform her. They kept to her character, and she could come back to still fuck things over. And I really or like she'll that. she'll be reformed later, which I hope she isn't. Yeah. So they like were lazy. Like, she slapped Starlight's hoof away, and I think all of us applauded her for that. What is this, fan fiction? <laughs> I, I liked her in the season seven finale episodes. So... I just got spoiled hard right there. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, number four, The Return. Um, is Discord the best reality alterer? I want to say the best reality alterer is probably Elizabeth from Bioshock Infotits, because uh, she looks like Belle. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Well, she looks like Belle. Well, also, did you say Bioshock Infotits? I hope I did. He did. I heard him say that. I love you a little bit. <laughs> steal praise from me <laughs> how does he look in a ball gown oh. uh, from actually you know the answer to this pencil i do he looks pretty good actually oh picture didn't happen i think i i specifically asked no pictures oh. yeah specifically yeah well pictures didn't exist in like uh, french renaissance period <laughs> I, could, I could sketch him like one of my french girls that could happen all right, last but not least, for number five, Am I Dead Inside asks, Am I Dead Inside? I said yes. I, I think we all tend to agree. If we're on this website, we're probably dead inside. It's true. I don't know. I and feel alive every time I read a Drace Domino. That is all the questions in the thread. I'm going to refresh to make sure we didn't miss anything, but in which that's case, all I'm of them. Enigma, what's the tits at? The tits, they're at a nice uh, athletic B cup right now. Oh, that's a little too big, but okay, cool. All right. Um, I believe Chap had some other questions he didn't ask because we were trying oh, to make sure he got through them all. Oh, it's true. It's the aftershocks. So you, you skipped them? three of them, actually. So you're welcome to ask? Okay. If, if Okay. I didn't think I was going to go full nihilist during the second half of the uh, podcast. All right. Um... What is your favorite song from a Disney movie? I'm not sure if it was asked. I've, I've dipped out for a little bit in the middle. I want to say a Reflection from Mulan. I think it's a greatly <gasps> under, uh, underappreciated song. It's just made for oh, people who can belt song. it, you know? I love that song so much. I sing and that when I'm driving. It has a lot of relevance in this day and age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the other one was Dr. Pepper. That's, that's been talked about to death. I do have one that... Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Can I can I PM it to you real quick? 
Oh, it was fine. Oh boy. Here oh, we go. It's this is... oh boy. Just oh boy. Someone, someone from Noble Jury is going to go through this entire podcast, grab that little clip of just you saying "oh boy." Okay. And that's going to be their ringtone for forever. <laughs> this is a, this is apparently a mod question. Um, yeah. Apparently, Chap Penguin Lips has discovered that I downloaded Utan, which is book eight <laughs> of um, of, uh, of Australia. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't do it on purpose. Okay, I did do it on purpose, but I didn't do it because, oh, I hate this story, downvote. But um, as a principle, I don't upvote or downvote my own stories. And I guess I was up late one night, and I was wondering, how does it work? Can you unvote by clicking the same thing? So I hit upvote, and then I hit upvote again and didn't do, undo itself. Like, oh, fuck. And I can't, like, oh, God, I can't undo my upvote, so well, I downvoted can... instead. <laughs> you can now. You oh, can really? you, yeah, you, oh, you okay. can remove the votes now. Okay. Really? Because yeah, I also yeah. I accidentally upvoted one of my own things as well. Oh, banned. Yeah, I oh, um, I, I was just curious because I was I was trying to figure out the metric because I think I sometimes I see like votes change and I'm like I wonder if and I clicked I'm like oh fuck and I and I, I have this personal thing where I don't want to ever vote in my own stories. Um, I mean I I I infest the feature enough bar as it is by just farting. It's it's, it's a criminal thing. <sighs> Um, right. So I um I uh I tried undoing it. I couldn't. So I'm like, well, I'll be more honest, and I don't. Sweet. Uh, we've got two more minutes. We can probably take one from the chat. Well, actually, uh, one question from the chat. All right, chat. You got like five seconds because oh other than that, I'm asked. Oh boy, I'm gonna ask one question from you guys, and that's it. So. You're all done with me. I don't blame you. No, cause it, 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 there's a delay. That's the main thing here. I'm waiting to see this. How big are your balls? That's the first question they got out there is how big are your balls? I haven't measured them, but the left one's bigger and hurts. You should get that checked. I can totally understand like being cancer because of pony fiction, but that's like real cancer. Like I don't care if I lose my sperm. <laughs> No, no, no. You see, you see, you wait till it's big enough, like Randy off of South Park, and then use it as one of those little jumpy balls. Oh, God, please don't do that. That sounds like <laughs> Anyway, I think that's all the time we have. It is. We've, we've hit our time allotment, but I tell Let you what, up. I love this podcast. Skirts, it was wonderful having you on. You suck my banjo. Nice. And to everyone who requested this, what can I say but you're welcome. No, no we finally did it. No Shut up. <laughs> Just broken penguin knees and here I am. Everyone wanted you on here. Everyone wanted you. Everyone wanted remember you if you don't want to remember if you don't want to be clitoridectomized, be sure to destroy the uh Pokemon Go app before you go to Mecca. <laughs> Anyway, uh, one thing we should also mention is if you guys want to see more shit like this, you should join the Barcast. There is a link in the chat. It is uh, we have a YouTube, we have uh, we have everything pretty much Twitter, whatever. Um, you can also nope. donate to our uh, Patreon. It is not for us. We don't use it to drink. Shockingly, I know. Uh, we what we do use it for, however, is we use it to fund a horse at Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. It is useful. It's going to help actual live horse be, you know, not dead. So you should also do that. I'm done shilling now. Priest, do your thing. Wait. Wait a second. Wait a second. The la the the rear cam. Let's lift the tail one last time. Oh, it's next week's guest. Who is it?
That's a great question. Milk, who is next week's guest? It's Fanamost Everything. It's Fanamost Everything. Fuck you! It's true. We have Foamy <laughs> next week. Foamy's cool. Give him a ladder. Let's give him a ladder and a rope. You guys might I'm know Foamy from winning us. It's going to take a week to climb out of there. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Just It's so deep in there. It's just balls deep. Um, Foamy won third prize in the Make Rarity Not Garbage contest. Unless I'm absolutely insane and have lost my mind. So anyway. it'll be really exciting. Uh, thank you for watching this week's BarCast. We had a lot of fun. We hope you did too. Your bartenders for this evening have been a non-pencil. Oh, damn it. Chat, Penguin Lips. Dead. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Enigmatic Otaku. I could use the Dr. Pepper now. Flamin' Warfer. Join me momentarily for some writer's workshop. I'm, oh, not fuck. I'm, not, I'm not dying, I promise. Ravage. That's me done, yeah. Milk. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say, so I'm just gonna, yeah. You just always say bye. No, or, you know, I thought of something, but then I died. I don't know. Okay. And of course, our wonderful guest, Short Squirts and Explosions. If you don't want to clitter a deck to me, oh wait, I already did that. <laughs> Originality of the podcast. And my name is Flutter Priest. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> For Nisha's sake.